Nice. It's very blue central. I'm blue. I'm blue. I don't know. I don't. I don't know what that was, but you it certainly wasn't the Blue Man song, or whatever. The yeah, song? It wasn't uh, I'm blue. Daba dee, daba die. I couldn't remember that. Welcome back, cardboard addicts, to another episode here on the Cardboard Addicts Podcast, number fifty-one. Peace. I think. Yeah, we only got. We're we're right at the tail end, the the end of the year, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah, I mean, like, twenty twenty-two is coming to a close. Yeah. Uh, before the next time we see you, Christmas will have taken place. So I guess we'll wish you a Merry Christmas, Happy Holidays, yeah, whatever you Christmas. celebrate. If you're doing any traveling, travel safe, have a lot of fun. Especially in the Northern Hemisphere here. If you're, uh, you know, snowbirds, be careful out there. Yes. Yes. Be very careful. <laughs> um, yeah, I don't think there's any other bigger news in between now and then. So. <laughs> nope. Just the, the Christmas holidays, you know. I know it's going to be crazy for my work over here, but hopefully, hopefully on Christmas Eve, we will have put out some sort of fun thing. Um, I don't know if Sudon will be t- taking place or not, if he's still on his hiatus or not, but he's obviously more than welcome to join us. Um, and maybe Edith might make a special appearance in it. But last year we did the Twas a Night Before Release. I'm working on something, a.k.a. I've been brainstorming, a.k.a. I haven't I've, I've talked about it and that's about it. But in the meantime, I will come up with something and hopefully these guys will participate. It'll be a very little like, you know, holiday themed thing Um, and it'll be fun. I think last year's was actually pretty cool. So go check that out. It's called Twas the Night Before Release um, or Twas the Night Before Release, something like that. Um, But yeah, so we'll put something out. It was very creative. It was very good. Considering I came up with that thing on a whim. Yes. Yes, it was. You know, if you guys go watch it, you would never think that Grumpy came up with that on his own. Oh yeah, yeah. I could write children's stories. I think I maybe we it. we helped tweak it just a touch, but like ninety nine percent of that was Grumpy's. But yeah, I'm I'm thinking about either doing the same thing, different theme, or something new altogether. I haven't decided yet. Uh, but yeah, you will be hopefully seeing something like that. So check back on the uh, Christmas Eve. I don't know if I'll put it out in the day or at night. Probably in the day give people more time to check it out. Maybe if you have kids, you can show your kids a fun little thing. <laughs> um, but yeah, yeah, that's should be on the lookout for that. For I'll sure. tell you what, for those of you on the uh, YouTube side of things, go ahead, drop us a comment. What you think would be a cool idea for a little Christmas skit. Maybe we'll uh, start planning or maybe not even just Christmas, but like a holiday themed skit or poet, po- poet, poem, yeah. Something like that, you know. Maybe we'll start incorporating them in the future for other holidays as well. But yeah, I don't, I don't know what all other stuff there is for other holidays off the top of my head. But that's uh, because you're uncultured. They did come out with a Thanksgiving song. I don't know if you've heard it. The Thanksgiving song. Yeah, I don't know what it's called. Um, Can you sing it for us? I don't. Even, I don't know what it's called, let alone the words. <laughs> I think I've heard it once, and it's kind of catchy. But it's certainly not like Christmas tune catchy. You know what I mean? Uh, um, well, like it's not something you're going to hear in your Walmart 3,500 times in a day. Oh, so. Listen, listen. <laughs> they could put anything else on that radio station and it would be better than what they already have. All right. Let's yeah. just. My, uh, my first year radio. working in a grocery store, they didn't do the holiday uh, songs. 
And I was like, man, like I kind of miss, you know, like you walk through other stores and they have it. That's kind of lame. And then every year after that, which I worked there, I think like three or four more Christmases. And yeah, starting like mid-November, holiday music came on. There's only but so many times you can listen to the, you know, holiday jams before you're just like, well, yeah, I'm all holidayed out. (laughs) The problem is, at least with Walmart radio, the problem is they play the same 10 songs over and over again. There's no variation. If they, if they threw in like a hundred different songs, it wouldn't be so bad. (laughs) Now, you know, what's harder too, because we didn't have this when I worked, where I worked, they didn't have uh, any kind of like in between uh, what would you call those um interludes uh like you when you're in a cd they have like interludes or whatever yeah they didn't have any of that but you guys have those weird dial-ins those oh like recorded gosh. dial-in things they're the fakest <laughs> most staged things i've ever heard in my entire life yeah and what i don't understand is the concept at least per my listening is someone dials into this walmart radio to tell them why they're at the walmart shopping or if they're an associate, what they're doing and you know yeah. who they want to like, shout out. <laughs> I'm sitting here odd. going, if you're working and you're calling in, yeah. there's a problem. <laughs> well, that's what I was thinking. Like, who goes to Walmart and is that excited to let people know why? You know what I mean? Most people are not probably wanting like to I talk said, to people. Like, <laughs> I, <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I, you know, I, I spend way too much time in that place as is. I don't, you know, I already hate so much about it but let us know your favorite uh holiday songs down below you know ones that you like to listen to maybe even on repeat if you have any um, and grumpy will do a rendition for you yeah maybe i don't probably not but uh <laughs> yeah on, on to the pokemon news uh well, before we, we, we get to the pokemon section real quick i mean you guys probably already noticed we are uh two man deep today just grumpy and I, um, yes, Zen and Sudan could not make it tonight, which is a okay. They will be back for the next ones. And, uh, you know, everybody let's drop a little hashtag in the comment section. You know, we miss you Zen and Sudan or yeah. what's the, what's the hashtag Sudan always? Oh, stun fisk army. Could do that. Uh, yeah, sure, I guess, if you want to do that. <laughs> Look, I'm trying to show them some support, even though they're not here. Yeah. Um... <laughs> Grumpy's Grumpy's not as dedicated to this podcast. Oh, you know. oh we're going to talk about dedication now. <laughs> anyway, um... we have some interesting and very exciting products coming back to Pokemon TCG. It's something I've been trying to collect before the pandemic um, hit and kind of derailed everything there for a little while. Oh. Do you know what uh, we're talking about here, Grumpy? I, I do. Why people you, probably uh, don't. Why don't you bring I'm it on over and... Pretty sure we're talking about these bad boys. Boom! That is 100% it. I, I was just hoping you were looking at the you know the doc the same way I, as I was. No, no, I wasn't. I wasn't at all. But once you said that, like the the pandemic derailed it, I was like, well, the other product is specific just to like whenever. <laughs> so. A little bit ahead of that time, but yes, we are talking about the 2022 Worlds TCG decks, and yes, these, uh, these they're, are pretty they're neat. Finally, going back to creating these, and I have no idea why. In the beginning, I started collecting them. I just thought they looked really cool. So I think I actually, I have one of mine. You can't see it. Uh, it's like right here where my hand is. But 
Yeah, it's the 2019 <laughs> Worlds deck, and oh, I was at I that just, Worlds. Oh, really? That see, mm-hmm. see, it's that's fun. It's fun. Yeah, I did, I did not get any of that stuff. I did get um the I think I got the Pikachu plush from that. So he's in the uh, like Safari outfit, basically. Um, but I didn't get any of these type of products here. Well, I've never been to a Pokemon Worlds, and um, you know, it's unlikely I'll probably go to one anytime soon unless you know <laughs> well, i mean next year's in japan right so yeah, well yeah so unless if, they if anyone wants to sponsor States. the boys here take us on over to japan for a pokemon worlds We're, i would uh, i would gladly let you pay for my ticket <laughs> let's let's talk in the old dms but these uh these decks you know they were always fun they're basically just a recreation of the some of the finalists and the champion uh, so these, the these are the four you, champions here, fi- finals and champions, right? Yep. So I think um, Andre Scubal there is the actual winner of the whole thing. This and name I, is Andre? Yes. You sure? No, but I'm pretty sure. I, I don't know exactly what country he's from. This he's, one looked like Andre to me. He's he's somewhere from like the the Scandinavian Nordic region. So that's uh, yes. Sure. I mean, you know, I, this is about the only. Well, I probably could pronounce this one if I had to. I'd probably say no. You know, I don't really know what to say for that for the last name. I don't know, but <laughs> they uh, they show if you scroll down a little bit more, they actually show all of the decks and you know what they look like, all the contents. Now, this is something I thought was really cool. So I will, I'll show this first. Now these are like playing card setups, right? Yeah, the they kind of like the, in little playing cards look boxes. like that. Yeah, that's really cool. I specifically like this one right here. Uh, yeah, this so is I mean, Sebastian like, if you one, Sebastian to, uh, Lashman. Yeah, yeah. Good luck saying that. <laughs> I mean, if, it would help if I could actually even read this. I can't right now. Well, maybe in person they'll be a little easier to read, but probably. I, I think they even say like what kind of deck they ran at the bottom too. Well, this one says the shape of Mew. I thought that said men at first, and now it makes more more sense. Yeah, uh, so like they named their deck. Again, so, so I don't know. ADP. Those were some of the Ice cards Rider, that they Palkia. they utilized. So like the Cheryl, Cheryl, ah. Cheryl a lot. The shape of Mew. That was a Mew V Max deck. Um, mm. ADP. ADP. Arceus Diogo Polkio. Yeah, that uh, makes sense. What was I? I I don't remember. Uh, the, Ice Rider, Ice Rider. Yeah. is this one? So there you go, there you go. So it kind of gives you like a general theme of what the uh, the decks used were. But well, yeah, here's here's the actual product run here for each specific one. Um, so this is obviously the shape of Mew. Yeah, um, and I guess each one of them is going to come with this really cool 2022 London Pikachu pin. Um, I'm excited about that. You get are these sleeves here? That's a coin right there. I don't that, know yes. what is. I don't know if it's unless that's I, I another that's just a placeholder. Sleeves, but it could be. You're, I mean, that's a lot to get for. Oh, you know what? Fifteen dollars. Uh, let's just read this, right? Um, so you get sixty car sixty card deck, um, the booklet, a twenty twenty two pin, a coin, a deck box, a playmat, and poster. So and that's then probably a code what card. those are. And it, they're probably the paper play paper playmat. Play I was gonna say, yeah, that makes more sense um so yeah well i guess we'll go back through you get a better look at this i don't know that's probably what, what that 
that's likely going to be the back of the cards right there. Of all so, of them, or, or in their respective color themes, but hmm. that design is going to be the back. All right. Well, so this is the deck box up close um, that we showed, like the you know the look of the uh, being like a um, yeah those are playing sick. card deck. Yeah, those are really neat. Actually, I kind of want those. Um, See, even like I have my one deck down here sealed, like completely in this box that he's showing right here, mm -hmm. but. It would be pretty cool to even take those out and just display them as now, like decks. The one you have, does it come the same with the pin and stuff like that and a coin and stuff? I think so. You know what? Let me grab it real quick. Yeah, you could have done that a long time ago, but yeah. I don't know why you're judging me so much right now, Grumpy, but it Here. does. So it comes Interesting. With a, pretty much the same layout. Yeah, so... Um, yeah, it says on here it comes with the deck, the booklets, the championships pin, the deck, and a code card for all this online. So you're getting a little bit more with the newer ones that they've got coming out. But, I mean, still, like, they look the exact same. I mean, they have the same layout. I'm all for it. Similar. Similar. Not exactly the same, but similar. Well, I mean, I look at the design. It's... it. Yeah. <laughs> Actually, um, the design is the same. If you look at like where the cutouts are, even on this side right here, like you know, you got the jagged edge. It kind of indents and goes down. Uh, it's yeah, literally, it's literally the same. Yeah. <laughs> same, same, different, same, but same, 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 <laughs> same difference. <laughs> um, hey, look, these are just regardless more angles of that uh, box. Go ahead. Regardless, I'm going to be purchasing probably all four of these. <laughs> Now, back in the day, these used to sit on the shelves for a while, didn't they? Oh, all the time. And that was a thing. Like, this deck box, I'm pretty sure I, I paid $15 for at my Meyer. And I remember going, I want to go back and get the others. And that was right at the start of the There's boom a clone of right the, the TCG boom. And when I went back, they were all gone. And I couldn't believe it because I'm like, who well, bought out all these decks? You know, another <laughs> thing is that one you have is the Charizard Reshiram. And yes, you know, as you as you could probably recall, everything with the Charizard on it was like heavily scalped whenever the boom started. Right, but I think this do you, do you I remember think this may have been the only one with the the Reshizard on it though? And on top of that, he wasn't even the winner. No, but do you remember? Um, what the heck was that? Uh, I think it was when the V's first came out when Sword and Shield started, and they came out. Uh, I want to say it was around Vivid Voltage. When they came out with those hollow starter decks, like the single starter decks, and I believe they had Charizard, Venusaur. Oh, yeah, yeah. But you remember the Charizard one was he heavily scalped? Yeah, people were buying them for $12 them right. and immediately being like 30 because it has the hollow Charizard in it. Yep. Literally I still have for a two of them. Holographic. You should give me one. Um, but yeah. Maybe I will. I bought, I bought two of them, one to keep sealed, and then one I was going to open and play with. And then as I started looking at the, the deck contents, I'm like, this is an awful deck. Like, this is garbage. I, the thing <laughs> is, they're, you know, they're all just starter decks. That was the whole point. They're not that big a deal. Right, but they right. put a Charizard in it, and everybody was like, oh, my God, it's a Charizard. Well, and it was at the time I was kind of, like, trying to get back into playing the TCG online. <clears throat> so I yeah. wanted to have the code card, and I wanted the actual deck to try to take to um, the card shop once right, they right, opened right. back up. and. Yeah, that just that, that wasn't that wasn't the deck for me. So, yeah, yeah, I it just was funny because I remember 
obviously I didn't really care because I always thought that was stupid that people were just buying them up left and right. Oh, I remember it, people even reaching out to me being like, oh, bro, I got this extra one. I'll sell it to you for like $25. And I was just like, <laughs> bro. I'll give it to you for 150 bucks right now. Yeah, I'm just like, bro, there, it's a starter deck, man. Like, come yep. on now. Like, well, nice. it, it was it was literally because it had the Charizard and it was the only way to get that hollow. Yeah, that, uh, yeah, because it was glass hollow. Yeah, the are the cracked ice. Cracked ice, yeah. Well, yes. shattered gra- glass, cracked that, ice. I mean, same. I guess same difference. <laughs> Going same back same. down that road. Yeah. Um, let's see. Um, but yeah, I don't know. I I think these look pretty cool. I'd be down to get some. Uh, I don't know that I will get all of them, but I I will likely get all of them. But here's the thing, though, too, with the 2019 deck that I bought, I had not watched the world. I didn't know anything about it. I simply just walked into the store. I saw those decks and I thought these look really cool. So I just want to grab one, you know, and it says Pokemon worlds on it and all that. Like, it's just cool with the worlds for 2022. I watched every almost every day of that, every, you know, battle that they had up on the youtube live stream or twitch live stream whatever it was uh watching all four of those finalists i like i watched all them play so Mm. it's kind of like that's the first time i really sat down and watched everybody play like a, a real world championship and it was just it's cool so to me it has a little bit more meaning than just buying a random deck no for sure i mean I wish I could say I had that same respect from the playing aspect to be like, oh, you know, I was at that world. So like it meant something to me to grab them. But obviously I just I ain't no player. I'm a different type of player. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah. And and look, I mean, (laughs) you're a different type of player. (laughs) I was waiting to see if you catch that. (laughs) I did. I just I had to let it catch back up in my head. Um I, I, like if I was at the the worlds and they were selling these decks or something, it it would still likely be something I picked up versus like a plush or a pin or well, anything else. You know, I don't know if they had them at. I guess it. I don't know if they would have had them at the worlds. I guess that wouldn't not, really make not sense. Not this right? year. Not well. Yeah, yeah. You're right. You're right. Because it hadn't happened yet. And you're like, or it was ongoing at that time. Yeah. But it's so now. It doesn't I, make I me feel know. as bad. Now it doesn't make me feel as disrespectful. Well, I mean, I didn't think you were being disrespectful <laughs> to begin with, but hey, teach, teach their own. <laughs> I mean, I, I had said it out there and then I realized, so now I took it back. I have retracted that statement. Uh, no takesy backsies. Uh, too late. Um, but anyways, <laughs> what I wish we had more to reveal on, but unfortunately we do not. And knowing our luck, it is Saturday, yeah, technically Sunday, I guess, as we're filming this. Um they'll release stuff like in four hours. Um, So that'll be cool. But as soon as we finish the podcast crown Zenith, um, which is set for what January 20th or something like that. uh, The same day that the next Scarlet and Violet uh, release in Japan, uh, we're getting essentially a V star universe here. Uh, These are the confirmed cards we have so far. Um, Unfortunately, they're doing away with the yellow border to not, pertain to this um yeah they you know. you know they want to start fresh from a new era and i get it the thing is like so for example this altaria we're showing on the screen looks absolutely horrid with this yellow border <laughs> now i want to say no disrespect to asako ido 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 probably ido ido no disrespect 
I do not like this. It's a very creepy artwork. That Altaria seems like a Chris Hansen type of thing going on. Like, why don't you come have a seat? Um, like, you've even got the slippers. Like, I don't know. It's it's very creative. But I'm just like, it creeps me out. With the yellow borders, though, this one honestly does not look that bad. And actually, neither does this Bavaro. Um, yeah, the colors personal opinions. Really clash. It doesn't know. clash as much, but this one, for whatever reason, really does. And, of course, like... This one kind of clashes. It's not terrible, but it definitely clashes. But with this Lapras, if you imagine it with the silver border, it, yes, it would yes, look so sure. much better. For sure. I mean, there's no need to imagine it. We can just... Uh, not that one. This one. There oh, yeah. There, there we go. That's, that's, the that's what it could look version. like. <laughs> that's um, what it will, will look like come Scarlet and Violet. Yes. Uh, but... Anyways, these are the confirmed cards we have so far for Crown Zenith. Again, the Lucario um, is also going to be in the set, but it'll be the ETB promo. Um, so you will get that one as a promo. Uh, so no need to worry about that one if you are worried about it. Um, but we are getting this Deoxys V-Star. Um, of course, the Ditto, like I showed. The Bibero, like we showed. The Hisuian Zoroark, um, which actually shout out to Awesome Games TCG. Um, I believe he pulled this live, if I remember correctly. Um, I was watching him on Twitch the other That's day, cool and he card. actually pulled this. Uh, yeah, he pulled a, a lot of bangers. So um, the Glaceon V-Star was announced, um, the Leafeon V-Star, the Lapras. Now, we don't know. Some of them, the product list, I guess we could just scroll down and look, right? Um, so like that's the Lucaria we were talking about. Yeah, that's got to be a good one. But I'm curious, with some of these, there might be some hidden, like, for example, this, right? This very well could be the Zamazenta that's the, like, from the set of V-Star Universe. And, like, this one being the Z uh, Zacian, you know? Oh, like those Trainer Galley or uh, yes. alternate art ones? Yeah, because, like, think about it. There's might too be. many cards from that set to put in just, you know what I mean? Because they got to put filler cards. Well, and so, what do what have they been doing this whole Sword and Shield era? Is they've been taking some of these really nice alternate like art, all these trainer here. gallery cards and slapping them in as promos. And this is a prime example right here. Look yeah. at these tins. They all have the alternate art birds promos. Yeah. Or um, as promos, I should you say. You know what would also be interesting is, so like they did these ones. I almost wonder if they're going to do one for the Beasts. You know, Ooh. I the uh, only maybe, thing is you're taking maybe. six cards there and doing it. Like I just I don't know. They probably would have announced that. I guess I don't know. Well, maybe they're um, gonna save it for the next holiday set though too. Because I mean, how many times has Pokemon gone back and been like, oh, we didn't get these two these cards in English two three years ago. Let's let's finally throw them in. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, looking at this set, um, V Star Universe. So this is, I think. Pretty much the whole confirmed set. Well, actually, there might be more on this side. Shoot, it showed it kind of weird. Um, <laughs> oh, man. Um, so this is most of it. Like, I don't think this Oracorio is probably going to be like a special box thing. So like... No, but if that's it's probably going to be in this set. Though. Yeah, I was going to say, like, if it's going to be in anything, it would be in the regular but set. Look at that um, pants here. That's something I could see being on a, a promo I'm like, oh yeah, this one. Yeah, 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 yeah for sure. Um, but it I don't is, know. It's though. weird. You it, like, 
you could sit there and guess and be like, yeah, this one's for sure going to be a, a promo of something, and then something else might not well, be, you know? I mean, based on the fact that they've got the Zamazenta and Zashian box, I just don't see why they don't put those in there, which I don't see that on this, unless it's staring me in the face, but I don't think so. I do not see them either. All right. Well, the Zamazenta and Zashian, like, I'm almost positive because they have their own boxes, and as it stands, they don't have a product to show for that second uh, promo card. I just don't see why they wouldn't put those in there, you know? Right. right. Um, I could be totally wrong, but I kind of just don't think so. And like they put the shiny V's in there, um, you know, like they're not obviously not putting special cards. So it's kind of like, again, look at those EV V max boxes or those, um, the EV Lucian's boxes. No, just the, um, were they V max? They were V. Oh yeah. Yeah. With the alternate arts, you got the V and the V max alternate arts. This could very well follow in that same same line. Yeah, and then you got the you know I think this is the Cora Cora one, right? Yep. Mm-hmm. Um, so they I don't know. I, it'll be interesting to see what they do with Crown Zenith. I mean, obviously, maybe all the cards between being promos and then being released in the Crown Zenith from V Star Universe are in there. I feel like there's a good chance they could hang on to some. I mean, you figure like. One of the Charizards is already a promo. No, two. Two of the Charizards. Because they got the one where he's like curled up sleeping and then the one where he's mm-hmm. fighting Mewtwo. Both of those are obviously in the v- in the UPC box. Um, The three birds, those are accounted for. Good chance that the yeah. Zamazenta and Zashian are accounted for. So that's like, what, seven total right there? From and, and all like that. I said, They're taking all the, the big ones, like all the... Not, I guess not all of the big ones, but they're taking a lot of the big ones that people yeah. are going to want and making you know them what, available as promos. You know what would be interesting, too, is... So, I just thought about this. Um, I guess I'll show it back on the screen. Um, this is this is the Pokemon Center one. This mm-hmm. The Elite Trainer Box Plus. And it comes with this. But with these special sets, don't they normally put a promo in it regardless? Um, yes. So I'm kind of wondering, like, does this one come with a promo as well? Yes, it should. Oh, so it's the same one, maybe, because it says it, uh, one V-Star Lucario. I was going to say, when did they start doing the, the V-Star Plus? Wasn't that with um, Celebrations? Something Or not like the that. V-Star Plus, the Elite the, Trainer Box Plus. What I was the so. promo that we got from the celebrations? Because I, I just cannot I don't think, think of it for the life of me. So in the regular one, we got the um oh my gosh. Uh it was oh it was the gold star, um Greninja. Yes, yes, Greninja. So but that's what was in both, the regular right? one, right? Yeah, I was gonna yeah, say th- it, well this I think the promo was the same. This just said it's the same too. So yeah, so I don't think we're getting sense. any like the the plus I don't think is gonna be any more special or different in which makes sense i guess promo yeah i mean imagine if they if they made like a special art for uh i almost said lugia lucario and they put it in the plus box i mean shoot they could even have just made it a different card though you know what i mean or like a double whammy like you get the lucario and this or something you know what i mean because obviously but you know if they do that here i think it's a bad idea for them to do that and the reason being is that the Pokemon Center versions are always way more limited and they kind of put them up on the Pokemon Center in waves. 
so it gives more chances for bots and scalpers to get them versus real people. True, true, true. So like with um <clears throat> well, I mean like let's talk about Crown Zenith then, you know, with it being the plus at the moment at the moment that special trainer box is still available. For is it actually? Mm-hmm. I'm not going to lie. Like a couple days ago, I went and looked and it was not available and I hadn't been able to pre-order it yet. So that's why I was like, they have not. And yeah. I missed out on some of the sets already because like, yeah. especially the, EV, the evolving sky set um, for those elite trainer boxes in the Pokemon center, because they just, they sell out so fast and they're very popular. Yes. But I mean, how we're what a year and a half down the road from evolving skies releasing and i'm walking into walmart and i can still find those etbs on the shelf you know like they're still stocking them Which but ones? the pokemon center hasn't stocked them in a long time the evolving skies oh yeah, yeah yeah well those come in waves it's so weird too because well i'm talking like, the the pokemon center one versus <laughs> like the normal one yes you're saying that you can find them the regular ones on shelves at walmart yes yes, yes. What I'm saying though is like it's funny to me though that like they reprinted Evolving Skies, but I I question the reprints on stuff. So I like the idea of reprinting. What I don't like is we never hear numbers, and I don't. I'm not gonna say I don't know why, because like I don't. I don't know. But if we knew. I think that would add a lot of transparency, right? If they were to say, hey, so yep. we reprinted every product and we reprinted, you know, booster boxes, we made a million more. ETBs, we made six million, you know, like three for each one, you know, because there's two obviously for that set. Uh, you know, each product, XYZ, you know, we made this much. That would give the online sellers less ability to be like, well, dang, you know, they, they they said they reprinted, but they didn't reprint much, man. I'm telling you, all I got in was this. You're going to have to pay. Like, I, I can't come down. You know, we're not even getting MSRP ourselves. Like, and that's you know what's happen. really funny yeah. is that most most TCGs at this point do say that when things are out of print or if they're getting reprints and all that. And Pokemon does sometimes come out there and say like, oh, yeah, this set's going to have a reprint or whatever. But what's funny is that Obviously, we're having kind of an issue with people doing that right now, especially with V-Star Universe and yeah, yeah. and Silver Tempest, which is funny because when you guys are watching this podcast right now, I'll have a video that went up yesterday kind of going over some of this. So it's kind of funny that you brought that up. And Grumpy obviously doesn't know that I did that video. So it's well-timed. Yeah. I mean, look, the thing is, without going into too much of like a name calling or anything like that. Um, mainly because, you know, we just try not to do that too much here on the podcast. But mm-hmm. um, if you want to watch someone who really, really, really goes into pretty good detail on stuff and will name drop people, Opossum Bud is a good, good source for this. Yeah. Um, he really calls it like it is. And I applaud him for that. We all, you know, typically watch his stuff. Um, so shout out to him for that. But he goes over a lot of that stuff, like the reprint stuff and the different hype beasts out there that, you know, um, oh, you know, this set is so hot. It's so hard to get your hands on. Like, you got to pay more for it, yada, yada, yada. Like, don't get me wrong. I'm not saying there aren't times where that is actually the case. The thing is, we as consumers don't know. You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. it's it's not quite the same as, like, if you go to Walmart, like, when the pandemic kicked off and you couldn't find toilet paper, why does Walmart care? 
They're not out here. I mean, maybe certain Walmarts are that scummy that like, a you know, a, somebody bought a bunch and knew they could flip it out in the parking lot. Maybe, you know, but like your average Walmart doesn't isn't going to do that because it's probably against policy for one. Mm -hmm. But like, you know, that's just not how they operate. Like they don't just have, you know, hordes in the back and they're lying to you telling you, oh, you know, I mean, I know it's supposed to be twelve dollars, but we got to charge 30 today, you know. Yeah. But that's what Joe Schmo with the Pokemon shop online can do because mm -hmm. you don't know what he has. You don't know what he was allocated. That's exactly what we saw with the Charizard UPC. Like, well, I believe them on anything, man. Like they were proven yep. wrong with that alone. Like, and look, there, there's some people already doing it with V-Star Universe saying, oh my gosh, there's not going to be reprints of it. What's out there is out there and that's it. And they're already being prov proven wrong left and right. And here's the thing with Opossum Bud, you know, not to to like really plug them that much but he puts evidence and facts out there like he breaks yeah. it down and he shows you why these people are wrong and and what and he, he gives you something substantial to, yeah. to hold on to and you know he's been around the block he he's you know made some connections so i'm sure he has direct connections in japan not to say you know he's got like plugs per se i, I you know i mean i don't know maybe he does i don't i don't know his business like that but i'm just saying like he clearly talks to people He's got a lot of information and stuff that he he does a lot of research for. Uh, he's a very, you know, he's very good at, at these videos and stuff. Uh, right. It's not exactly kid friendly. Uh, so <laughs> don't, don't encourage <laughs> yes, your child to go PG watch 13. it. But, um, you know, it, he's still he, he just calls it like it is, um, you know, hate him or love him, whatever. You know, that's your choice. But it's just funny because we as as uh, fans of Pokemon, as consumers, whatever, tend to fall too much into the FOMO, into the hype, whatever you want to mm -hmm. call it. And it's a dangerous game because, like, the, just the Charizard UPC, since that's, like, said and done right at this point. You know, you can walk in. I've, I've found them multiple times in the wild um, for MSRP at Targets. Um, you know, a year ago that wouldn't have happened. A year ago, if there was a Charizard <laughs> item like that, it wouldn't have sat around, that's for sure. But I'd be $300 still. If you remember, like a month before they actually released, there was people getting early stock, people stealing stuff, people doing whatever, you know, charging like $300 for a box, charging this, that, and the other. Like, you know, we were, you know, guesstimating if we'd even be able to get our hands on it. Like, mm -hmm. every, all the sellers, man, this product is so like heavily, you know, unallocated. Uh, I believe it was a Safari Zone who was all, you know, you got to buy it at $200 or you can't get one. All the woe is me. Yep. You got to buy it with this extra product I don't want. Um, blah, blah, blah. So I just, I don't have many. But guess what? And now a lot of these shops, like, a lot of those shops and places that were saying that are sitting here going, wow, this this product was such a bust. Nobody wants it. $90. Get, so exactly, many places. $90, $95 just trying to get rid of the stuff and they can't still. And it's funny because to me, right, these are probably three of the best Charizard cards they've ever made. Now I Look, know the box is well worth the hundred and twenty dollar price. Like, yeah, make no mistake, it was a good box. They're they're solid. I mean, the way they do those UPCs is so cool. For one, I mean, they're little slide out drawers, and I mean, they're just it's, it's a, a neat good box. product. You know what I mean? Plus, you get what is it, 16, 17 packs? You get the uh, sleeves, you get the play mat, like the metallic dice and the counters, there's, and there's it's so got, like, much a nice drawer structure to it, right? Like overall, you know, I mean, if you can get it under MSRP by all means, um, but you know, these are a product if you, I mean, and I'm not even obviously encouraging this to obviously do what you want to do, but 
if you could get them for super low price, like say even under $90, I would scoop up as many as I could. If, you know, if you have the expendable income, because, you know, in like 10 years, these are obviously going to be worth a lot more. You know what I mean? It's oh, a Charizard yeah. box and it's, you know, a limited ultra premium box. Like it comes with a lot of different stuff. I mean, hell, you could even open some and piece stuff out. Cause I mean, the playmat, I, I just happen to have a playmat sitting right here, right? Um, this is the playmat, right? Super nice. Very, very cool playmat. You know, that's, I would say, easily worth the $25 typical price tag that they have. So tack on 10 years and you could easily pull probably like $100 for it, you know? Mm -hmm. um, that Especially being one said, that's clean and unused. Yeah, that being said, though, it's funny to me how, you know, right before this product dropped oh you never go get your hands on it at under 200 dollars. you know it's yep. just like bro stop like that's the thing I, I wish pokemon could come out and even give roundabout numbers like let's just say they actually made a million boxes hey we made more than five hundred thousand, heavily available like yeah, yeah honestly you know, they they don't even have to give a specific number like you said if they just gave like a general estimate 700,000 or more of these boxes were made. They're going to be available. You know, we plan on putting these on shelves for, you know, two years time span. Right. You know, but nobody hey. in their right mind is going to try to scalp <laughs> these then because they know they're going to be around for two years. There's 700,000, you know, of this unit, one particular unit. And I mean, it just, it makes everything a little bit better. Now they do profit a little bit from the FOMO and the whole market and all that though, too, because means a lot of their product is still going to sell and be swept off the shelves out of curiosity though beyond just stuff selling though like do they do they really profit that much extra you know from like a from the fomos risk because i mean maybe the initial purchases like you know oh man i need to try well, to buy this box but like it's volume so when they're think of evolving skies it's still very popular and it's still being bought up every time it's put on the shelf so stores you know whether it's a big chain like walmart or you know little mama pop lgs shops or if it's an online store it doesn't matter mm. these the big distributors are placing more and more orders for them even a year and a half down the line because yeah. people are still buying them up like crazy so it's True. not it's yeah. not a big gain for them they're not you know flipping these they're not selling them to distributors and these shops for you know, way over what they normally would. It just, it means there's a larger increase in the actual number of units sold, which means more profit for them. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I mean, I guess you got a point there. I just, I don't know. I just, I wish we would get more transparency because it just, it sucks, man. There's, you know, it seems like there's a new online seller left and right every other day. And right. Every, the thing that like and and again in Opossum Bud's video, um, you know, another plug for you, man. Uh <laughs> but like there's just people that pop into this, you know, this community and automatically are, you know, Pokemon masters, you know, might as well be freaking professors because they know everything about everything to do with the TCG as far as you know how often stuff gets re you know reprinted and like I'm not about to tell you I know stuff. I don't know anything. You know, Pokemon acts on their own accord. I don't know anything. I wait for Poke Guardian to tell me stuff. You know. Yeah. Um. Like I don't. All I, solid points too. It's we, you got to tell people like, look, don't just take somebody's word for it. Don't don't eat it up like it's you know the the whole truth and nothing but the truth. But do a little research and you can usually figure it out for yourselves too. Yeah, I mean, there's you know, Pokemon follows trends. 
um, to some degree, I'm sure. Um, and obviously the trend throughout the pandemic was reprinting stuff. Now, I think they've always been able to do and have done reprints. You know what I mean? I don't know their history right. with that fully, but like it's just the COVID time, you know? Yeah. You know, during, yeah, during the pandemic, you figure it was just left and right. Like, Hey, we probably didn't print as much as we could or quality was super low to our expectations. So we wanted to reprint again or whatever the case may be, you know? Um, Cause even the Japanese printing picked back up again with reprints. Um, but it's just like, I, I think that's something that like, whenever there's sets that are heavily bought up, there's going to be, for one, they probably know. So, like, V-Star Universe is one. Like, I just, you know, how could you look at that set and not expect there to be reprints? Because, like, Jesus Right, Christ, but it's a special know. set, too. So those innately are just different. People are right. going to gravitate towards them even more heavily than they normally would just because they are that special set of the year. Right, right. And, and that's the thing. Like, I just, I wouldn't trust these people that haven't been around the block. You know, like, follow your sources like Poke Guardian, um you know, even Pokey Beach, like there's a lot of people that have been in the game since pretty much day one, as far as I know, I mean, way longer than I have. Um, they're way more credible. They pretty much wait for specific announcements to happen. And people um, like Pokey Guardian, for example, usually cite their sources where they came up correct. with the information. If, yes, if yes. it's some type of source they can actually publish on there, they'll yes. they'll cite it. So, you know, places like that are legitimate. Yeah, or or like uh, Pokey Beach has done things where they they'll usually do ones that are also like the rumored stuff, but they'll state it's a rumor. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. So it's like, hey, I'm not saying this is fact. This is what's going around right now, type of thing. And I can appreciate that because it kind of gives you an idea of like, okay, this is being talked about. This is whatever to you know wherever they saw it. They're not gonna just you know, hey, Joe Schmo with no Twitter followers said that he thinks there's gonna be a reprint on this set. And then, you know, Pokey Beach is like, hell yeah, there's going to be a reprint says so-and-so. Like, they're not saying it like that. It's, <laughs> you know, it's still like a, it's got to make sense type of thing. Right. Um, but right. They, they always put that disclaimer on there, which is cool. Um, and speaking of, uh, we'll move on just to not be too like, <laughs> you know, um, there are, there are more products. I figure we'll do the product stuff just to kind of keep down. Yeah. That yeah. 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 Um, still on the Pokemon train. So we got it. Right. Uh, but Pokey Beach did put out a, a, a post about, um, Premium tournament collections releasing on March 24th. Um, though I, I guess it's either both or one or the other, but it'll feature either Cyrus or Clara. Clara? I'm guessing there's going to be two variations of whatever the box is, and one will come with the boss's orders, one will come with Clara. That's what I'm assuming. Um, it says there aren't currently any new Clara cards, Clara cards, whatever in Japan, unless one emerges, manages to release before January 20th, Scarlet and Violet. Um, who knows? Uh, but this is what they're looking at doing um, is this product right here. Now, all right. It's not what I was expecting. Nice ad. <laughs> yeah. All right. Super zoomed into. Love that for us. Um, Why does it have... Isn't that Battle Styles? This is Match Fighter. Yeah, that's Battle Styles. Um, that's the Japanese... Well, style, so. they're probably referencing that. So let's see. Uh, it says our Claire Premium Tournament Collection bike box might use the artwork from Matchless Fighters, oh, Clara, gotcha. and Avery set that released in March 2021. Um, so this is all speculation, clearly. Um, and I think they're saying it could also be something like these. I'm not 100% sure. Or I guess it's going to be these. Ooh. 
That would be kind of cool. With possibly that artwork. So we'll see. Um, I would buy That'll those. be interesting. I, I've never bought any of these. Uh, the Marnie or the Professor Drew. Is there another one? No, it's just those two. I've I never actually bought have both either of one those of those. Sitting um, on my shelf somewhere. But oh, yeah, so nothing. be on the look of those for uh, March 24th, March 20th, you know, in the later March por- portion. We'll probably get more news before then uh, on this, but that's just what's, uh, I guess. I like the milk jug boxes. Then, I'm going to be honest. I like them. I, I mean, they're not bad. I just, I don't know. I've never found them cheap enough where, like, for the price I wanted it. But well, 40 bucks, you get a deck box, you get sleeves, and you get, what is it, four or six packs of cards? It's not mm. terrible. I think it's six pack. Six packs. Yeah, ooh, seven for the Marnie. So, oh, seven. So there you go. I mean, that right there seems seven for the Juniper as well. That's worth it. I guess. Me. Two's their own. I'm not gonna say don't get it, but I I personally probably and won't. But I bet you I would be willing to bet that the boss's order ones will be the more popular one because that is a very playable card. Yeah, and like they I remember continually from, make reprints of it, and it's yeah. always playable. Yeah, because I remember from Rebel Clash that was like the one card everyone wanted to pull. Yeah, and I remember my first opening, I pulled a uh, the rainbow of it. I was like, nice. <laughs> this never happens to me. And of course, it's one I don't really care about. <laughs> so I was like, cool. <laughs> Look, dude, it was a sign. You should have just started playing the TCG. Yeah. I mean, dude, this was like the start of the pandemic. So like, had I actually known you and, you know, had we been doing this then, maybe. Well, that's know, we true. We had that, a lot of time I, to sit around and decide to play. But I give you that much. I give you that much. But you still haven't. I mean, we've been doing this for you know, almost two years now and you still haven't done it. So I don't know what your excuse is this time. To be fair, <laughs> got him <laughs> to be fair. I did get into trying to learn to play and I beat up somebody who didn't know how to play. Oh, and then like you a, got wrecked by people who did. <laughs> well, so I played one person who didn't clearly, who clearly didn't know how to play. Cause they kept trying to use stuff to communicate, but it only give you what, like the five preset things or something, or they used to in the old one. Oh yeah. Yeah. Um, and so that was weird. And we're both using these like stupid preset decks and I beat him and I'm like, wow, I'm like, I'm getting all right. Yeah, cool. And then I get to the next person who has a, their own deck. And I was like, bro, I'm over here rocking this like GX Charizard deck or something like that. And they're rocking like some sort of something else. And they beat the hell out of me. And then I played Zen who Zen beat me, but I will say Zen didn't beat me quite like Ren beat me. Uh, Zen beat me pretty good, but Ren absolutely was like if Mike Tyson fought an infant in his prime. And I was like, Jesus. dude, I'm t- everybody laughed when I put that Glarian Sloking in my deck. And I'm just saying, I just remember I, I didn't have anything to pack the same punch. It was, I think it, it took less than 10 turns. Oh yeah. Total. That, all it took was I pulled that Sloking on my, on the initial draw. I slap it out there, put two energies on it. World of ruin gone every turn. Yeah, it was bad. Um, I didn't stand a chance. I'm over here just literally like, bro, just give me a card to put out, please. <laughs> like, please have mercy. <laughs> yeah. So, um, yeah, I don't know. Maybe that I'll was, try to that was a one one off experience. You know, I, I'm sure if we played with that deck again, I not to be cocky, I probably still would have beaten you, but it probably would have been a better game at least because I started off with a really good hand. Yeah. So you say, I don't know. Uh, yeah. Um, 
Well, how about this? Anybody who's listening, if you want to see Grumpy play the TCG again, comment down below. Maybe we can finally convince look, him to give it a try again. Look, I'm just going to call it a wash with Pokemon. What I would like to do is start afresh with in Nostalgics. Yes, my just man. Just because I feel like there is such a smaller player base, obviously. You know, game mm -hmm. is pretty new still. So if I suck, at least I suck out of way less people. <laughs> and I might have a chance to walk into a tournament and actually win a round or so. Maybe still end up in the consolation prizes. You know what I mean? Hey, look, but, I'm I'm gonna say nostalgics is so much easier to learn too. Like Pokemon's not complicated by any means, but to to build a winning deck and strategy, it can get complicated. With nostalgics, like you said, there's there's a much smaller player base right now because they are they're new and they are growing. And there's only one set to build decks out of right now. So there's not a whole lot of variation. So you could build almost any kind of deck you wanted right now, and it's going to be competitive to some level with anybody else's decks. I'll tell you, one thing I, I'm anticipating is for them to put out their online games. Yes. Because um, well, that's the, one thing. I've, the thing they're working on right now and I thought for a little while that it was an online client like the Pokemon TCG Live, but it's not. So they have their gem thing they're they're working on right now, but it's it's just a game management system. Yeah. Like if you go to your LGS for Pokemon or Magic and they just input, you know, your wins and your points and all that. So, so I don't know if they problem... actually have an online client worked on right now. No, I'm I'm sure, you know, even if they are working on it, it's probably not like a, you know, because We'll get there. We'll get to that point. But yeah, I would like to learn by playing online, whether that means, you know, TTS or what, but that's, you know, honestly more so just like a mixture of the fact that at least, you know, Ren and I run on different schedules. And uh, yeah, Ren's also got in real life friends to go play with and his brother. Yeah, we're trying to build a community here in Michigan. But I did see some nostalgics in a uh, card shop up in Nova, uh, Northern Virginia. We went shopping today. Um, so that was actually pretty cool. I was surprised that when I walked in, it was like right there on display too when you walk in. Um, so I was like, the wow. Store new greatness when they saw it. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> but, but did you buy any? No, I didn't buy anything just because it was a little bit overpriced. What a failure. <laughs> I, I mean, I'm being honest. I, if it were a local shop, I would have probably considered it more at least. Um, but it wasn't a local shop by any means. Now they yeah, weren't, you know, they yeah. were they were a local shop to like people in that area, just not to me. So, um, but real quick before we move too much into nostalgics, we've got one last thing for the Pokemon side of things, sort of. Um, oh, I forgot about the Mimikyu box. <laughs> yeah, so the they got a Mimikyu EX box coming. Also in March, it comes with one Grievert card as well. Um, so uh, you'll get four. Uh, well, here's here's a, a box and stuff, and I think this is the confirmed card. Uh, you're gonna get four packs. Uh, I guess it'll be of Scarlet or Violet. Let me let me guarantee that or check. I guess I don't even know if it is guaranteed yet. Uh, but it would make sense. I mean, it's in the Scarlet and Violet era. But to be fair, Pokemon is known for putting stuff from outside of the era too. It'll so. probably be two base set packs plus. To silver tempest and maybe an astral radiance 
I don't know. It doesn't say anything. It says you get the four packs, uh, oversized foil card of Mimikyu, a regular Greybird, uh, and the Mimikyu a regular size, and a code card, of course. Um, this is what the box looks like. So pretty standard. Uh, Mimikyu EX. So, uh, and then that is the uh, the Mimikyu EX card, which actually looked pretty cool. Um, yeah. I'm still not in love with the EX style, like sm making this smaller. But again, we haven't confirmed what the uh, the possible like full arts or whatever are going to look like. Yeah, um, anything from so, the sets. Um, but that should be coming out soon because you figure the Scarlet and Violet set is only like a month away now for Japanese side of things. Yeah, so we'll likely, I would say by like Christmas third time? or fourth. No, I don't think it'll be that soon. Really? Because that's only like, I think it'll figured... be a. I think that'll be, be under a month out then. after the new year. I'm, shoot, man. Two to three weeks is like right at well, the time. Look, we didn't get the, the V-Star universe. We didn't get the full like list until like a week and a half before the actual set dropped. Well, the full list, but they had been releasing a bunch of stuff. Yeah, they'll they'll probably show a few snippets here and there, but we won't get to see a lot of what's going to be in it until I, my prediction before. by the time you see this, there could even be one release one mention something and every weekend you'll probably get one or two maybe and then in like first weekend in uh the new year so beyond new year's weekend obviously you'll probably get a big wave of stuff i'm guessing um and then the stereotypical you know like the week of the set coming out you'll get the final you know setup of course but yep. yeah we'll see um but that's that's the last of i believe the pokemon stuff um Oh, not true. Not true. We do have one more thing. <laughs> um, so we had talked about this. Uh, the original Starter announcement boxes. was the 20th of October that they were doing these. But now they came out with the official. This is what they'll be. Um, so you get a Sprigatito, Fuecoco, and Quaxley. Um, and it'll come with the uh, oversized promos. Now, the interesting thing is, I would think there's probably going to be six total then. Two Sprigatitos. Mm -hmm. One with Karide and Ormeride on, and then same thing for each one. But if you notice, this is a Sprigatito box. It's got Quaxley, Sprigatito, and Fuecoco with the oversized uh, legendary Pokemon on it. And I think you get, what, four packs and a pin of Sprigatito. Um, the cards are different. So Yeah, that's what they did with the, the Sword and Shield starter boxes. They had two different promos for each of them and whatever box was featured or whatever Pokemon was featured on the box had like that special art. I don't know. And the other, I certainly didn't like go and try to buy all six boxes. I think I just bought one of each. Maybe. I don't know. Um, I, you know, I may or may not have been crazy enough to buy all six, <laughs> uh, but that's cool. I mean, you know, uh, the pins are actually pretty cute. I would say um, if you're a pin collector, you know, uh, definitely go for it. It's kind of cool to me. They added this down at the bottom, and it like kind of breaks down what it includes. Maybe they've been doing that, but I, don't, I haven't noticed. I don't. I don't think they have been. That is actually kind of cool. It's usually on the back, so is it? They'll they'll usually well, it's like a list. They just tell you what's on the back of the box, right? So what we're looking at on the is on the front of the box. It tells you like a kind of a quick product breakdown. So, but it's like in picture like a little form. graph chart. Yeah, yeah, it's kind of interesting. I. You know, whatever. It's, it's a nice little addition, that's for sure. But these would be 20 bucks. These are actually, I would say, worth it, except the only crappy thing is like 
you're getting three regular cards and an oversize. So you're well, not getting those you know, could still be holographic because I believe the sword and shield starter boxes they were holographic. Actually, yeah, it says three foil promo cards. So oh yeah, right there it is. There you go. Eh. I guess so, if it matters more that the form of foil. And it will be the very first cards we get in English with the silver border. So yeah. Yeah, because these are set to release January sixth. So, so make sure you go scalp them all at your, uh, you know, your local stores and sell them for five times the amount on. Actually, on that must mean these won't come with scarlet and violet packs. No, they they will yeah. be likely silver tempest and astral radiance. Maybe a brilliant stars thrown in there. That's my prediction. Yeah, but yeah, these will be our first, uh, you know, silver border um, new set type of setup. Um, so yeah, that I'm is looking uh, forward to it though because it's exciting. The new era is just about to be here for sure. Um, shoot, I can't, uh, I guess I can, eh, we'll just leave it as is. Um, but moving on to something really exciting. So we were talking about nostalgics earlier, and uh, Ren, why don't you go and tell them what happened? Well, they became popular overnight. <laughs> no, they've always been popular. No, they um they did a little poll. They had a little uh, creative session on their Discord about um, possible set two names. So a bunch of people on the Discord were dropping their um, suggestions for names. And the creator of Nostalgic, Zaba, picked the top five that he thought would be good for the set and uh, made a poll so people could vote on the name. And there was an overwhelming majority that picked the name for the next set, which is Harmonic. Uh, yes, sir. Harmonic. I didn't know you were going to do a drum roll. Yeah. Really dramatic. Yeah, I see that. Uh, Just, but... <laughs> <laughs> so here's him announcing it on Twitter. Uh, I'm sure he's announced it, obviously, the Discord and stuff. Um, and he actually made some pretty cool like TikToks and uh, reels and stuff out of basically like announcing it. So check that out. Um, but yeah, he actually even shouted out Ren. It's funny, I voted on this and I did not know Ren made the name choice. Um, yeah, so I tried not to tell people because I didn't want anybody to like influence. Yeah, come vote solely because like I made the name. Not that I think that like a lot of people would have done that anyway, but you know, I wanted truly wanted whatever was the best name to win, and you know, the people voted. Like I said, in a very overwhelming fashion to vote for that name i think in this he actually shows a little sneak preview of some of the sets i mean oh, some of the two cards of the cards the yeah the mushrift uh mage so, which is the mushroom man with the guitar right nope not that one that, that one. one and then yeah. you've got the narwhal so really cool um make sure if you're interested in any of this nostalgic stuff you're following them on like instagram and twitter Zaba tries to do a pretty good job of uh, showing that stuff. And he's actually been doing, he did some more giveaways too, didn't he? On, oh, uh, yeah. It, he uh, does Instagram giveaways Live. all the time. Seriously, if you guys are wanting some nostalgic stuff, join his Instagram. You seriously need to follow his Instagram because he does lives all the time and he's always giving things away. Like today, the day of recording this, um, he did 100 blister packs, which is a full case of blister packs. And Probably about every 10 packs, he did a giveaway. Like if you guessed yeah. whatever the rare type card was going to oh. be, 
you'd win something from him. I mean, he gave away packs and cards and uh, slabs. Secret shards boxes. and No, no, remember when he got that massive uh, return? I think it was all from CGC or was it BGS? I think it was CGC. Shoot, I can't remember now. It was either CGC or BGS. I can't remember who it was, but he had a massive stack of cards. And he was doing like the guest the grade on some of them. Oh like, yeah, that's yeah. I do remember that now. That yeah. was that was like a couple months ago now. But yeah, he he's yeah, he super gave away slabbed void <laughs> rares, which are like the top tier rare cards to get from the set. Yeah, he oh. him and uh, MJ and MJ, pretty much yeah, the whole team. Insane. To be fair, I only know those two from the team, so sorry to anyone else from the team. But well, like, they're like they're, they're all they're super the faces generous about it. it. Yeah. yeah, they're all super generous about it. Um, they both do giveaways nonstop. Like it is just, it's phenomenal. Um, Amazing people. Yeah, so shout out to them for sure. Uh, check them out. Be following them, especially like I said, if you're interested in any of the nostalgic stuff and you know money's tight, good chance you probably win a giveaway from them if you're just participating. Um, well, the community you know. is really good though too. If you if you go to their Discord and you follow their Discord, tons of people are on there all the time announcing like certain giveaways they're doing on their own social media platforms so mm -hmm. i mean you can choose to go participate or not but a lot of people just give stuff away because they've got such a good community and they just want the game to grow so right so best environment you can be around yeah definitely definitely check them out um the cards look amazing i'm excited for set two so from what Same. I remember, <laughs> uh in his one of his lives he had said that he wants to just do two sets per year Yes, that's the goal from what I understand as well. Yeah, because he was saying something about... Um, now, he's obviously been around the block for a long time as far as TCGs go. Um, not just Pokemon. I know he was into Magic for a while, and I think he said mm -hmm. Yu-Gi-Oh! as well. Yep, he played um, Yu-Gi-Oh! But he had said something about basically how he knows how hard it is to keep up. You know, like in Pokemon, for example, there's what, a usually, what? Four sets a year? Plus a holiday sets. set? Plus a holiday, plus however many Japanese sets that is. What is that? Probably like 12-ish, maybe 10 mm, to 12 yeah. sets. Yeah. Um, it's a lot to keep up with. You're likely you're you're likely to want some of all of it, you know? And if you put all that together, you're talking about close to like 20 sets a year. Um, plus any, you know, one-offs of stuff, whatever. Um, he doesn't want to do that. Um, now they do have the cheap. I'm going to call it cheap. It's not that expensive. Um, the monthly subscription for the secret shards, um, mm -hmm. which I think are pretty worth it. I mean, the cards always come out fantastic. They're awesome. Um, you know, they're really, really neat. They do follow a hol or, I almost said a Halloween th uh, theme. They follow a theme. Um, so, like, they have a Halloween-themed one, Christmas. I would say it'd be cool, but obviously, you know, whatever. If they incorporated, even if, like... There's a Christmas say, one. Yeah. AGS graded too, mind you. So really yeah, cool. check out Red. That's a video you did, right? A return video. Yeah, I did that one last week. So check out Ren's channel for that. Well um, worth it. But they, out of curiosity, Ren, I'm gonna go ahead and ask it. What did you think of the <laughs> AGS stuff? I love them. I, I'm not gonna lie. Like I thought they were kind of playing at first. You know, just seeing them online. There's nothing really flashy about them, right? But I, I mean, personally, I think they have a clean slab. It's I, it's crystal clear see through. I mean, it's not the frosted slab, which I love. Mm -hmm. It's very clean. Now, like the, did you the check the really um, 
the QR code? I did. And Does it is everything match pretty accurate. Yeah. So like when you scan the QR code, they break everything down, you know, like what your corners yeah. got, your centering and all that. But it's not just like, oh, your centering got an eight. Your corners got a 10, whatever. They go by decimal points. So on one of my cards, I think it was my, um, well, I won't spoil what card it was. Uh, go watch the video. But <laughs> one <laughs> of the cards got a nine total grade. But mm -hmm. the faults were in like the corners and the edges. And it said it was like an 8.3 and it broke down why it got that score. Mm. And then it had scans of the card. So, you know, the different lights they use and the different scans they use to do it. They took pictures with that and it showed you like the little indentations where the, the edge of the card might be rolled up ever so slightly or yeah. like the surface of the card. There might be like one little imperfection that you mm. cannot physically see with your eye. Yeah, it was really good. I was very impressed. Now, I know. So for those of you who don't know, AGS, uh, I don't know what the AGS stands for, but it's robo-graded services, probably system. Mm -hmm. I don't know. Um, that makes sense. Uh, but um, <laughs> they they do robo-grading. So they take your card, they put it into a machine, it goes through, it does scans, um, and they can get very, 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 very accurate scans of your card. Mm -hmm. Um Super great uh, concept. I I know when they were first getting started, they had some issues with stuff. Um, and obviously, I mean, that's kind of to be expected when you're a new company. You're always going to have quirks, whether it's this, that, or the other. Um, yep. As far as I know, it, it wasn't anything like the machine ate the cards or anything. So it was nothing like crazy drastic like that. Um, right. One thing I think is really cool about them, they're one of maybe the only that I know of. Um, the grading companies that can go to these conventions and grade your card there at the convention and give it back to you um, because they bring the machines and yeah, they got know, portable know, machines, which are sweet. <laughs> I know Artemis has done it. I don't know. I think she did it for two cards, but I could be wrong. Um, so Artemis, if you're watching this, please correct us in the chat. Um, but I think it was for two cards. It was at least one card. Um, and I believe she did it for at least a professor's research from celebrations last year. As in, 2021 shoot maybe not i don't it doesn't it really matter probably the beginning of this year <laughs> maybe but i don't think because they didn't do the dallas she went to one in 2021 too but shoot i don't that wouldn't make sense though because that came out in october well to be fair i don't know when the dallas one was last year and i'm not going to look it up right now but i know she went to <laughs> something last year in 2021 and she got them to grade stuff. I'm almost a thousand percent positive, but she definitely got something graded in person. I know for a fact because I watched the video they posted on their page and it was Artemis and she told us about it. Um, but anyways, yes, you can go and they'll grade your stuff there. Now, it might be a premium. I'm not really 100 percent sure on that, but their pre their cost is like twenty dollars a card. So it's really not that bad. Yeah, not um, bad at all. And I they have a lot of discounts that they do just randomly. Yeah, and, and online and stuff. Yeah, they'll do like buy one, get two freeze or buy two, get two, like whatever, you know, however you do it. Mm -hmm. um, and I know their turnaround is pretty fast, you know. Um, yeah. They're very good about that stuff. Um, and I like I've been seeing a lot of their cards pop up on eBay more, uh, which is usually a good thing. Like more people are grading with them. Um, I do know they obviously don't necessarily hold the same value as say like PSA and stuff, but we all know how that works. So nothing against them. I'm. I'm very, very like tough about if I want to grade with people. 
like even PSA, I, I just I haven't graded with anyone yet. I would be way more likely to grade. Like let's say I was going to one of the Collecticons and I knew AGS was going to be there. I would be way more likely to be like, hey, I'm going to take some cards in, you know, and then and do some grading and stuff. Because um, I think that'd be cool to get them graded in person. Yeah. Um, I've also thought about if I do go to any of the Collecticons, usually PSA goes. So I might do an in-person submission because at least well, the, hey, the if, going forward, you don't have to pay, you know, shipping and stuff. I'm kind um, of hoping for the Orlando Collecticon in 2023, which is in like February. I'm planning on going to that one. I'm hoping AGS or some of these other grading card companies do show up for that because well, I'm going to bring some more nostalgics to grade. I know PSA will be there um they they go to all of them far as i understand um they they go and what you do uh the difference is obviously you won't you won't have to pay far as i know you don't have to pay the shipping getting into the submission because you're handing them your card um but you would have to obviously give them like your address and you know fill out the form and all that kind of stuff far as i know mm -hmm. you can do all of it right there you just have to bring the stuff to ship the cards uh, right. as far as like you know the uh card saver and blah 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 um that being said though i i'm thinking about doing that one as well it would be not that as in the collecticon that as in psa if i go to any of the collecticons uh the orlando collecticon is like a super like it totally could happen but it's super unlikely to happen um because i've been like just we're not gonna fly there's just no way um but the drive isn't so bad looking at it it's, a, it's like a 12-hour drive, but... Just do it. Do it. I, I don't know. You say 12 hours like it's not that bad. I hated driving 12 hours from New Jersey back to Michigan. No, no, no. Yeah, no, no, no. I mean, I'm not saying I would love to do it. I So I've done eight almost continuously nonstop um, on very little sleep early in the morning. Um, I got up, had to go for work on travel, went four hours literally unloaded my car was about to take a nap my boss calls me and says hey it's inclement weather so they want to cancel everything so you can just go home and i was like bruh like i could i just got here <laughs> yeah i mean i totally could have stayed if i wanted but i was like bro i don't want to do that so i just hopped back in the truck and left um so i did eight hours roughly that way mm. um that was by myself and tired so i do think it would be a lot easier to do with you know Allie and and the puppy um she's really good in the car um so you know for the dog obviously is it's not a problem um we would have to <laughs> stop probably like Allie. halfway <laughs> we i left that pause for you know um but yeah no the uh sadie's very good with that stuff usually she doesn't have to stop you know she doesn't see you know, and there, that's the reason right there you need to bring her to the collecticon so we can just all play with her no, no, no. She would hate you guys. Uh, yeah, you know what? She sounds like she no, hates you. No, 100% she would hate you guys. She doesn't like strangers. She's, she hasn't met us yet. No, 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 no. Everyone thinks that, and everyone's feelings <laughs> get crushed because everyone, nobody wants to not be liked by the dog that's in the room, but she wouldn't like any of you, hands down. She's mm. she's never just mm. met someone and been like, this person's cool. Like, sounds like a challenge. Happened. Oh, yeah, I'm sure it takes a little bit of warming up, you know, and no, no, no. You know those like golden retriever dogs that just love everyone and immediately roll on their belly or on their back and give you their belly and like they're just. I'm not friendly. even saying she has to be like that. I'm just saying maybe she just needs a little bit of love and attention from somebody and she'll start no. to warm up to them. No. Absolutely mm. not. 
You, I'd like you to could, test it still. You could bathe in like sausage biscuit like material, so you smell absolutely like a treat, and she would still be like, "No." <laughs> like <laughs> she's she's just super timid like that. It's it's really funny to be honest, because so many people just you could see it crushes them because like nobody wants like you expect it with cats. You know, cats are always oh, yeah. kind of just like cats. finicky. But when it comes to dogs, you always want to be liked by the dog. It makes you feel special because like there's that dogs are better. There's that myth, you know, like dogs can tell who's a good person. So you feel like a bad person if the dog doesn't like you. But like, I mean, just like, I don't think I would initially <laughs> be crushed or feel like I'm a bad person because there's been dogs that haven't warmed up to me before. Well, I mean, they exist, but you have to be around her a lot. Like it took her a while for like our, even our parents and stuff. And like, there's just so select few that she would be fine around without us. Um, but yeah, she's unfortunately, she was a timid puppy when we got her and we got her at the start of COVID. And then, you know, everyone's like, you should have taken her places. And I'm just like, Oh yeah. Yeah. There wasn't yeah, what going on. yeah. So, um, you know, whatever. Um, <laughs> in other sad news, tell us the sad news, Ren. Sad news is that um, everybody's beloved and favorite characters from a certain anime for the last 26, almost 27 years will be no more in 2023. And by that, I mean Ash and Pikachu in the Pokemon anime. Looks like they're coming to a close, folks. So Pikachu's going away, too? I mean... Pikachu will likely still exist in the Pokemon I mean, world, but the Pikachu and Ash are going to be gone. What if the start of the whenever they do that is that they're doing it for Scarlet and Violet, right? Yeah, so they're going to what they have announced in in Japanese anyway is that in January there's going to be like a special 13 11 or 13 episode season that's kind of like the farewell tour for Ash and Pikachu. And, and their shorts one I, so I don't know if it's going to be shorts or if it's going to be an actual anime season. It kind of seems like it's just going to be like a shortened anime season. Um, and then when that ends, they're going to start the Scarlet and Violet anime, but it's going to be with two brand new characters. Ash and Pikachu will not be in them at all. As far as we know, what would be cool is if the concept was like a flash forward in time. So we see Ash as like a grown up for real, like Ash, Misty. I guess Brock is technically kind of a grown up, uh, which makes his whole existence in. No, I think they were, they were all relatively the same age. So like when Ash and Brock met for the first time, I think Brock was only like no. a 13 or 14 year old. I don't know. I don't know. They really like made him out to be like because, you know, he was like a caretaker of those other yeah, kids and of stuff. his. No, of his brothers and sisters. He was the oldest of the kids. Yeah, you know what? Yeah, I'm about I'm, to, he's I'm a teenager. I'm telling you, he is a teenager. He was not an adult. Misty, I'm pretty sure, is ten. How old <laughs> is Brock? Look, it, these guys are have been ten years old for almost twenty seven years. All right, so, so Brock, I mean, Brock is actually supposed to be fifteen years old. So what did I say? Boom, right there. I mean, you said thirteen, but oh come on, two years. You were trying to sit here and say Misty is also ten, so I, I kind of figured that. I mean, in their eyes, at fifteen in the in the in the Japanese world, based on their animes, anyways, how they treat them in the animes is they're primed up and ready to go, man. <laughs> Look, I, you know, hey, different culture, man. <laughs> no, like that'd be kind of interesting. Like if it was like flash forward like ten years, so 
Ash it would like be kind of cool. You know Do, I mean? Yeah, like what if they did what they did at the end of Harry Potter, where it's like, you know, flash show, forward and yeah. it's their kids and all that. Although I do think it would just be kind of strange at, for after 27 years for them to be like, okay, here's the end of Ash. And then a couple of weeks later, we're going to start the new anime. And all of a sudden here's Ash as, as like a 30 year old man with, you know, Pikachu and his kids and all that. Like you won't, well, you could kind of weird. Like you could make him more of like a, uh, uh, like a cameo. You know what I mean? Like, I think they will do. You see him do stuff and it's like, I mean, unless they just did it, like clearly he's not a part of it. They show up to a big tournament and Ash is there type of thing, which would be what if Ash is like the new Leon where he's the world champion that, yeah, Yeah. travels around and hosts tournaments and stuff. So here's my thing. They're either going to do it where they do a couple little cameos here and there with Ash in it to kind of bring in some of the older people who've been watching for a while, people like me, or they're going to just completely cut the cord. Like Ash is gone for good, never coming back. And they're just starting brand new on a new adventure with new people. And they make no cameos or make no, um, any kind of references or like, anything. Yeah. References to the, uh, the original show. <sighs> Hmm. Or characters, for that matter. That's tough, man, because I think you would be cutting off so... I I mean, you'd really... like. It's weird to me to even make this change after however 27 years or whatever. I know, that's what I'm saying. Like, it's kind of like South Park. In South Park, the boys are always in fourth grade. They're just always in fourth grade. You know what I mean? Like, why make that change all of a sudden? Now they've obviously they've done the nod to like the idea of the boys growing up, but they don't do a grow up. They do like, bam, they're 30, you know, (laughs) and like it was just a fun little thing. You know, that was it. It was like almost like a short movie. Um, But and maybe that's what they do here. They do like a short little season to focus on somebody else just to see how it plays out. And if people watch it or not, see how they react. And maybe they go back to Ash or something. I don't know. I think that's unlikely, but. Maybe. Well, it's weird. I, I got to pull up the actual Pokemon thing now um, just because I want to read what exactly it is they said, um, because they announced it as if like dude was retiring, you know, like dude was like, man, I put in my 10 years or I'm 10 years old. I achieved all my life dreams and I'm done. You know, I wish I could say the same, but <laughs> well, um, it's weird to think that he traveled across like eight different regions <laughs> at 10 years old all in one year and accomplished all that too but i mean yeah, hey true. look i i don't know i get from the pokemon company standpoint they're probably going this is a time they're refreshing the tcg they kind of refresh the games with doing you know like the whole open world thing time to refresh the anime i i get it i understand it i'm not sitting here saying like change can't be good because change can sometimes be good for those those of us who have been around from the beginning though you know this is very nostalgic honestly it feels like our childhood is like is is ending (laughs) because this anime was something that i remember as a kid watching on saturday mornings and even now my son goes out there and uh, watches the original pokemon anime on the tv like the original 151 anime or show i guess it's not really an anime but um and it's yeah. just like that's where it all started, and now we finally got like an end to it, like some closure on it, and it's 
it feels weird, but I I don't know. So my thing, like I've talked to the guys about it. Um, I've I remember watching. I actually I remember getting the actual VHSs. I still have some. I think I still have some at my parents' house, um, but I definitely I don't think I got all of them. And like the boxes are all super destroyed, as you could imagine. Um, but I watched all of it actually recently. I made Allie watch most of them too. Uh, <laughs> but we sat down Poor and Allie. we watched um, like pretty much all of Indigo League. Um, the good old days. And I just I tried to watch Sun and Moon. Um, the problem is like I fell out of Pokemon for a while, so like I missed you know everything after Indigo League up until about Sun and Moon era. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, but it's like, I don't know. I know the anime, that's a thing that kind of has always been like confusing with, I guess the games and the anime and the cards. It's like three different worlds yeah. of the same world. Yeah. Kind of. Well, the way I, I think the anime in the video games are like two different entities and the TCG kind of brings little bits of both of them together. Right. But, it's just, I guess it's weird to me to think that, like, the anime takes out the mechanics of reality of what the TCG slash the games are in general. Mm-hmm. Like, in the anime, you can train, like, Charizard to be strong against water, you know? Right, right. Like, that doesn't, I mean... It, it, or, you remember in the Indigo League, when they went to go fight Brock the first time, and he's putting that, like, coating on it? So it's it doesn't take damage from water types. Yeah, you know, or like when um, what's that guy's name? I can't remember the one, but they go to fight the guy, and he's like he's got a ground. Well, I think he has all different types of Pokemon, but he has like the Sand Shrew that he throws in the pool, and he's like, oh yeah, yeah, the Tamer. Ash gets all yeah, Ash gets all upset about it and stuff. It's like that aspect, I guess, makes sense. You know what I mean? Like you're essentially training your weakness, like you would do in anything. It's like a Um, realistic aspect, yeah. But, you know, they obviously don't even follow the actual, like, the amount of move sets you can know. Like, obviously, you know, in the TCG world, you have whatever's on the card. So you can't just, like, start throwing random ass attacks out. In the <laughs> video game, you get four moves, you know. In, in the yeah. anime, you just do whatever you want. Like, you just, you know. Hey, you call tell, out whatever. Hey, Charizard, Pikachu, you like, surf. Punch, you know. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, you know, you do whatever you want. Um, but, like, that's what's, I guess, so hard is... Like the anime is cool. I've I've enjoyed most everything I've watched of the anime and stuff. And like I've tried to watch yeah. like all the movies. I haven't watched every single thing, of course. But it's hard because a lot of it's you know it's like TV seven or whatever. Like it's made for kids, and it's like I'm a grown man. I'm almost thirty. Like it's hard sometimes, you know, just like sit there and intently watch it. And then I feel weird because like I'll be like. Oh yeah, I'll put it on and like I'll be watching, but like doing something, and then like next thing I know, I haven't paid attention for like ten minutes, and I'm like, shit, I don't remember what happened now, you know? Yeah. Um, it's harder with stuff like that. Um, but you know, I it's weird to think, um, like Ash is gone now. Did they actually say he's gone though? That's the thing because I'm looking at the announcement, and it says an all new Pokemon series has been announced. Just join two new characters and three Paldea starter Pokemon as they adventure through an exciting world of Pokemon plus commemorate Ash's journey with a collection of special episodes, blah, blah, blah. And then I know they announced the two new protagonists, which was well, um, they just right there. You just said commemorate Ash's special journey with some episodes, which means it's ending. 
Well, and that's what I'm like. It's I guess like they did. They did some kind. They did a reveal in in Japanese, be, right before they announced the new Scarlet Violet series that Ash's journey was coming to a close. Like they were they were doing this special short series to do the conclusion of Ash and Pikachu's journey. Right, and I know didn't they announce the two protagonists? Yeah, it's like Roy and kira or something like that yeah i'm trying to look and i can't find it on twitter now so i'm just like bruh but um anyways whatever um i'm just like i i feel like if you're gonna do it you need to just do it you know what i mean like don't beat around the bush but like at the same time i do think they could do some fun cameos like maybe wait till it's like special things like some you know they they come upon this big thing or whatever you know um i don't know it's hard to say like let us know your thoughts. If you think they should do cameos or special appearances, whatever you want to call it, or if they should just completely be like, you know what? You decided to take Ash out, so he's out. Because like, I just don't know. I feel like I want the full like the full commitment to it, but then I also am like, I don't know. I'd like to see Ash still. You know? Like, I don't know. Here's the thing. I like... I know they got to move on from Ash at some point, right? Like, we, why, we all know what has to happen, but after 27 years, I'm like, you may have missed the boat a couple times on that de- departure, but I just I like the nostalgic part of me doesn't want it to end, but it's kind of like what you said. There's a lot to catch up on in a lot of the shows at, at certain points were kind of like dry and dull and it doesn't, doesn't get people into it as much, but I think they, they did a little bit wrong with the sword and shield anime like when you were talking about sun and moon, I actually really enjoyed sun and moon. That got, that's what actually got me back into watching the show. Was the oh, no, sun I thought moon. sun and moon was decent. There were some dry episodes, but right. And th- I mean, that's to be expected. That's I, gonna I probably watched a good, like 10 to 15 episodes. I can't remember, but I like, I just kind of put it on and put a solid like hour or so at a time. So, you know, they're what, like 22 minutes each. So you get about mm. four per hour, roughly. Um, see, I watched every episode as it came out from start to finish. Mm-hmm. So like through the whole four years that they did them, like I was watching the anime just because I, I think maybe I was like three months late to it initially. And I caught up real quick mm-hmm. and then I started watching from there all the way through to the end. I thought the storyline was actually pretty good. The character development was pretty good and it felt like an original like Pokemon show. Yeah, but no, then, I know. Go ahead. Yeah, go ahead. I, I was just going to say, but then when Sword and Shield dropped, it's like they changed everything to add Go in there. And everything kind of changed. Like the whole dynamic of the show changed where they weren't building a storyline. They weren't building up for like this big plot, this big storyline, this, you know, big thing. I guess you could argue that Ash becoming, you know, the champion of the world and all that is the big plot coming on, but it's not really. It's not really. You saw it coming. You you figure it was coming, especially if they're going to end it. It just wasn't that good, in my opinion. And one of the things I was talking to Grumpy with earlier is, um, like, with Sun and Moon, if you just stopped watching for a little while and you come right into the middle of the season and try watching, you have no idea what's going on because you miss so much. Yeah, they're kind of consistently building from episode to episode. Yeah, but with the Sword and Shield era with with Go, you 
it's not that way. You could literally jump into the middle of a, one of the seasons and it's like you didn't really miss much and whatever they're doing on that episode doesn't really pertain to the story as a whole anyway. So you're not it's not like you could just pick it up and kind of watch as you pleased. You didn't even have to watch all of it to kind of continue the storyline. And I don't like that. I did not like that at all. I thought Go was an awful character. I thought there was <laughs> yeah. very little storyline to build on. There was nothing good about it. So, so I, yeah, I don't know. What did you think of Journeys? Hey, yeah, that's what I'm talking about right now. Like, I hated it. Oh, that's Journey. Okay. Yeah, because yeah, Journeys, I tried to start Ultimate journeys, journeys, Master Journeys. I, I started to try to watch Journeys, and I was like, bro, this is weird. Like, it's just kind of not really that enticing. Now, and again, I mean, you as a you know whoever's watching us talk about it right now might have loved the show and that's fine like there's nothing wrong with that obviously we're not saying that you have to hate the show or anything like that yeah i mean teach your own if you like it you like it you know we're all into different things i just you know I, i'll tell you right now it's hard for me to watch certain like because these are made for kids you know what i mean like when you get down to it the like detective pikachu right still made for kids but there's a lot of like adult stuff in it still and like yeah. various little nuances type thing whatever that is you know that adult-ish humor even indigo league for that matter as much as it was made for kids it's a 90s cartoon yeah 90s you can get away with a lot more <laughs> yeah you know what i mean like if you watch the original dragon ball stuff you're just like jesus my guy how did like was this ever on tv in america yeah, this, holy crap. Be, well i mean Think about it. In the Indigo League, there was a couple episodes that got banned from English because they were so raunchy. <laughs> yeah, well, you clearly haven't watched much Dragon Ball then, because yeah, I don't think I've watched more than like three you episodes. Literally, of just watch the very first episode of Dragon Ball, and you will realize that they probably shouldn't have ever put this on English TV. Yeah, um, they should have made it. If I, if, you know, if you think about the way they did it, but whatever, that's a different story. Um, <laughs> but no, I just. You know, I, I guess for me, like I, I can tell you, like that's the hard thing with all of the anime for me is uh, the fact that like my what appeals to me is is not the same as what appeals to say a seven year old trying to watch Pokemon. Right. Um, and that's fine. I mean, obviously, like we're all going to have different takes. I I've tried to watch um, various like, you know, the movies and stuff. The movies are usually a little better because it's longer. So I can actually like sit back and like try to more intently watch it. I actually started watching the. uh the weird Mewtwo strikes back. And I say oh, weird because yeah, it's that, like that like weird, like cartoon. almost like clay claymation look. Yeah. Um, Cause it's so 3d effect. Um, It was okay. You know, I mean, they, the thing with that one is it's a, it's a complete remake that they've done essentially twice now. Uh, mm -hmm. <laughs> like, I don't know why they keep doing that one. I hope with this new Scarlet and Violet, kind of just like <laughs> no more Mewtwo strikes back. Um, But yeah, they, you know, I, I know a lot of people are upset about this though. And I, I kind of understand and I would agree. Um, I, I hope they put Ash and stuff. I just, I'm just torn on how I think would be the best way to do it. You know what I mean? I, I don't know. And like, like I said before, I want to see Ash come back, you know, like that's our childhood character right there, but I just don't see him doing it. Not I'm also very curious much. If, I, I disagree that they had to move on from him too, though. You know what I mean? Um, oh, I don't think they had to, but I, personally, I think they were just wanting to a, a appeal to a new generation. Yeah, they're they're 
like all well, yeah, of us that grew up with it are in our 30s or 40s now and they kind of want to start with like the next generation and i noticed they went to this route with like the idea of kind of doing like you know a boy and a girl like try to kind of give mm-hmm. you both there um but i don't know it'll be interesting i i do i hope they do cameos with ash i don't necessarily think they should bring him back hardcore um i think it would be cool to see him do cameos with both brock and misty yeah you know kind of go back to that original because like if you're gonna do cameos you're kind of doing the og i like ideal with it so might as well go with the complete og setup um now they don't you know again they don't have to do it all the time one thing i thought was interesting is uh with sword and or not sword and shield sorry scarlet and violet the cyclazar if you've played the games you know who cyclazar is um someone said what if ash finally repays misty for the bike by catching and giving her a cyclazar um so you never know they might have something like that happening that could be happening in the background you know what i mean it could be one of those little like (laughs) dude i mean they could just honestly end it with him just bringing her a brand new bike and saying something like i paid one million pokey dollars for this in ode to the original games you know true i mean there's a lot of things they could do you know um but i don't know i don't know i like i said i I'm definitely sad by it, even though I'm not a huge anime person on it. Like I, I've kept the, I'm obviously I know like the Indigo stuff, um, but from like a more recent stuff and just like all encompassing, I definitely don't know as much. I know like Artemis is someone who's you know watched like every single thing there ever was. I feel like Sudon does a good job with that too. He watches like even all the little shorts and stuff, mm-hmm. um, and he always encourages us. And I I don't. I always ignore the hell out of his. Uh, shares on that but (laughs) (laughs) i've kept up with it for the good part for the most part since like 2016 2017 but there's a lot that i still miss too so i I was gonna say i know zen's watched a lot of at least the recent stuff like sun and she or sun and shield jesus sun and moon (laughs) and the sword and shield stuff and the various movies you know i don't know if he watched because i know there was the x and y series too right and uh yeah Oh, I'm I'm almost done with the uh, black and white series, too. I've been slowly watching those as well. They were just so much better made back then, though, too. I mean, looking back at it and watching those and then looking, comparing them to what they have now, it was just, I don't know if it was a writer change or what, but they were 100 times better. Obviously, the TCG probably, I mean, obviously, the TCG's changed. But one thing that I've noticed, I did notice it even in Sun and Moon, is the idea that kind of like the games they got easier like the the story mm-hmm. got easier for ash um because if you remember in, in ash's beginnings with stuff like it's literally just like a shitstorm from the beginning yeah indigo. look at the indigo league like the first league he ever saying. did he got just absolutely beat down <laughs> well not not even that i'm talking about just his whole like you figure him trying to catch pokemon him everything yeah. it was like you know pikachu hated his ass at the beginning you know um and so, like, when you think about that, like, the start of Sun and Moon, it's just, like, he's welcomed into this island for the most part. And, like, it's easygoing and, like, everyone's so willing to help him. And, you know, it's kind of like the games. Like, after so long with the games, they basically were just like, hey, let's make this as easy as possible for these little children. Because, you know, they're, you know, just not capable of handling, like, a little bit of hardship anymore. <laughs> and so, like, you know, they made it like, you know, make sure that everyone helps them along. They get some revives every so often. Like, you know, like blah, I'm saying blah, blah. they should have just made a hard mode and an easy mode and let you switch. I'm, but that's what I'm saying. It seems like the anime kind of followed that same route of like trying to almost like, 
Like, I don't, in Sun and Moon, I don't even know who his rival is so far. So, well, here's the thing. They they get away from the whole main rival thing pretty early on. So he's got all the friends that he travels with that all kind of counteract as their, as his rival, too. So, like, in Sun and Moon, you've got um, Kiawe, who's, like, his main battling rival, but they're also friends and go attend the school and all that together. Right, because that's what I'm saying. Like, you remember, he has Gary in Indigo League, right? Right, and Gary is like not even his friend. Like he is a true yeah, like, rival. Face every time he like shows up to something. Yeah, smell you later, nerd. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like he always like shows up late to stuff, and he hates Gary. And Gary pretty much hates him too. And you know, it's it's just funny because it's so different. Because that's how the game was. <laughs> like, yeah, you know, when we played the games, like you know, whoever you picked, he picked the harder version. You know, your your weakness. You know, I never realized that either. Like my cousin pointed that out to me one day, and I was like, wait a second really and he was like yeah bro you don't remember it i was like no i just clicked like you know um yep now they they changed that mechanic pretty early on i mean gary still made appearances in most of the shows but i want to say by the time it was like ruby sapphire maybe it was even diamond pearl era it, it wasn't so much like you had a rival it was like you had friends to go along with but there was always one that was like his main battling partner right right and you know this is obviously everything i'm saying is completely like i know indigo league in most of the games so i'm not speaking like all this is factual or anything it's just my my understanding um so definitely feel free to add in in the comments or anything but it just Mm -hmm. seems like they tried to kind of and you know maybe maybe the idea was not to create competition but like positive I don't know, almost like like friendship slash positive competition, because obviously the the experience you had with Gary was more negative, you know. Right, right. Um, well, it was definitely much more of a '90s vibe. Like if you were a kid going to school in the '90s, that's how it felt. <laughs> yeah, but you know, like obviously that could be their their goal with it. You know, was more maybe to like kind of like have this more positive idea behind stuff. Which is fine, you know. I mean, obviously, we're just making fun of it because of you know what we grew up experiencing and stuff with the games and the show and stuff. But um, I don't know. Like, I just I kind of wonder if that was kind of like their goal with it, like to make it be kind of both. Because I never thought about that until just now. Like the idea. Obviously, we've talked about the games aspect, the fact that they're so easygoing and mm-hmm. you know everyone's. But that'll be interesting because you figure the games are so different now. Um, with Arceus and then in this one you you know the way they are i wonder if that's how the show will go is kind of like an episode having you have the team starfall or team star or whatever team star i think or is it starfall i can't remember starfall um, i think I it's starfall. starfall anyways you have them you know your little rival which is like kind of a school thing too um yeah. and then you've got the titans that you know was also in Arceus. Um, now it's obviously in uh, Scarlet and Violet. So that that'll have to be incorporated in the show somehow for sure. Oh yeah, but that'll be interesting. Will. That'll be interesting to see how. Um, just because like you know they they could do so much with that. I'm actually I'm honestly kind of excited about this because I didn't follow anything in Sword and Shield's uh, setup, and that's kind of on me. But I think I'm gonna try to actually watch this one and like keep up with it. Um. Just because, like, 
I'm actually playing the game, especially well ahead of the show releasing. Um, <laughs> Maybe I'll have my second badge by then. <laughs> yeah, Jesus, Mike. <laughs> now, to be fair, I thought I thought we would be so much better as a podcast. So I would like to publicly apologize to all of our, you know, thousands and millions of viewers here. Um, I thought for sure we would all be like really like, oh man, we're almost done with the game and we're doing all this stuff. And here I am once again carrying the team on my back. Oh my god, here um, we go. I'm you know, I'm I'm so close to done with the game, which is not an accomplishment by any means. Uh the game's been out about it. It means you have too much time on your hands. I yeah, oh okay. Uh but all <laughs> I know is you got Sudon, whose biggest accomplishment is opening the game and plugging it into a switch. <laughs> Ren streamed it the moment he got the game, just like I Dude, did. And that's I did all he put in it. Stream. I did a midnight stream, and, and I haven't. Zen, have Zen put a good like day and a half or so into it, and that's it. And you know, I don't know. Look, we just got done talking about how we're all like in our thirties and forties. Like we have real life to take care of. For sure, for sure. Also, in my free time, I'm doing stuff like you know the podcast and my channel. So. Mister, yeah. I don't have a channel anymore. But I've been doing stuff on my Twitch. Same thing. Yeah. 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 Although you do it, I I want to come into your Twitch streams all the time because like I like hanging out with everybody when you do it. But you always do it when I'm at work too. It really sucks. Yeah. Different, different, uh, different times. Well, we're not different time zones, but different, different. Uh, I guess really work schedules. To be honest. Well, I just need you to be better. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. I'm gonna need more breaks from you uh, at work, so you can hang out ten minutes lucky. at a time. I'm lucky I get the two I get. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I don't know. I'm. <sighs> That'll be interesting. I'd be interested to see. I mean, obviously, this new TC or new TCG new anime series is going to be the same setup where it's super helpful because that's how the game is too. Like, yeah, I'd be surprised just, if they deviate from that. But um, I, I kind of agree with you, though. I'm gonna, I'm, I'm kind of looking forward to it, even though it doesn't have like the nostalgic factor for me anymore. the The show was just getting bad, so I think it was time for a refresh. And I'm kind of excited to see where this new one goes. I'm gonna watch it. I'm at least gonna give it one season to kind of see how it goes and kind of reevaluate. But even like I said, I. I didn't really like the whole journey thing and I've still watched most of it. So, yeah, I mean, I was trying to think of what they could do to do more of like a uh, nostalgic throwback. I mean, they could totally recreate Indigo League with like the updated graphics. And I was thinking about that earlier, but I'm like, it, it really depends on how well this new anime show does, because if it's if it doesn't do as good as they're really hoping, I could see them doing some kind of reboot. On the older I, show, just the original Indigo League, not not I more than that, just to get money back. I still want to know what happened. You remember Netflix was supposed to do that live action show? Yeah, well, from what I know, that got canceled like last year because of COVID. <clears throat> I'm not surprised, you know. I'm not I'm not surprised by that at all. Um, but I'm just kind of like that would have been really cool. That would have been, in my opinion, easier to follow. Way better. Um, I thought the Detective Pikachu was awesome, and I was excited when there was the potential for Detective Pikachu too. Yeah, but um, they canned that one as well. You know, I mean, there's always a future for stuff. You know, that's not to say that this is forever gone. They could always come back with stuff. I, 
I would say Detective Pikachu's probably not making a comeback. For sure. I mean, I'm more so like, I guess, just like the concept. They could do spinoff stuff. They could do. Whatever. Well, I mean, they, they could still do like a live action of some kind of Pokemon thing, which. Yeah. I'm surprised it's they still really haven't. I mean, in Detective Pikachu, I know it kind of was, but I'm surprised they haven't done something else with it. Yeah, I, I don't know. I mean, I'm just like, I know to do live action would probably be more expensive. I'm, I'm assuming. I don't really know how much like animation and stuff costs. Of course, I'm, I know it's expensive, I'm sure. But I would assume doing CGI and could like a lot of CGI. You figure every freaking Pokemon would be CGI. Um, yeah. Would be really hard. Um, well, probably just look at what they had to what the costs were for Detective Pikachu, and you probably got a good estimate. True, but I mean, in Detective Pikachu, the other hard thing is you had a very expensive actor. Like, if you picked, yeah. I don't want to call people no name, but you know, if you picked lower end actors, which they probably would if they did a show, well, I think they compensated for that because they kind. I, I don't want to say the guy, the the guy and the girl, the main um, actor and actress in that. Uh-huh. They were they're relatively unknown. I I don't think I'd ever heard of them until that. I know movie. the guy was in some other Netflix stuff. I, I I think I could be wrong, but it certainly wasn't. I don't I don't know that it was ever as big as obviously what Detective Pikachu ended up being. Um, but yes, right. yes, I agree. Um, but you know Ryan Reynolds. Ryan Reynolds is, is where it evened out big, because big actor. <laughs> the money you didn't spend on getting actor and actress for the <clears throat> main protagonist roles, you spent on Pikachu. You know, yeah. so. Oh, I thought um, it was a, still it still evened out for sure. I mean, no, I, th- I think the movie was great. I think Ryan Reynolds did an amazing job, and I think that would be the hard thing if they ever did try to do some sort of Detective Pikachu continuation. If they did not pick him, you would be very hard pressed to find someone people were okay with. Um, yep. Now, if they did a show, I bet you they wouldn't get Ryan Reynolds. No, no, just, no. They, you know, they'd, they'd be, be harder. Um, they would just pick some random voice actor. You know, that just sounds decent. Um, but yeah, I, I think it'd be cool if they did ever do that. Um, I would certainly be interested at that rate. And I, I think it'd be cool if they ever did it and did it in more of like a uh, PG-13 area. Um, kind of like, I mean, I guess Detective Pikachu was still PG, I think. I don't think it was PG-13. Um, I but, don't remember. But with PG versus like, say, TV-7 or whatever, like G, you're able to take a little bit more leniencies, make some like innuendo type things. Um but I, I think it'd be kind of cooler to see it. Obviously, they're probably never going to do that because it's Pokemon and it's like inherently for kids. So mm-hmm. like they're never going to exclude kids from it, um, which sucks on some hands. You know what I mean? Because I think that there's a potential for there to be a lot of like humor in Pokemon and stuff. But whatever. Like they could totally go down that road of what happens Pokemon when you put Pokemon. a Sharubi in a blender. And hit that blend button. <laughs> um, nah, Ruby and I don't want to say that, but uh, oranges. Uh, but yeah, no, a little margarita. <laughs> um, put a little small, small in there. Yeah. <laughs> um, but no, I I think you know there's I don't know there's there's obviously an interesting future uh, for Pokemon here. Um, they've got a lot of potential with what they could do, and I think this will be a make or break because. Like Ren said, if they don't succeed with it, if it ends up being garbage and people don't like it, they're going to have to backtrack really quickly because. Mm-hmm. Or scrap it all together. I mean, if it's and only I, 30, I it's only 13 episodes, right? Or whatever, I it's don't like think... a, a short. So, yeah, I, I they, don't 
they're they're likely not going to scrap anything. Let's be real here. But yeah, I mean, making changes like this, though, you know, if it doesn't start to paint out very quickly for you, usually is a good indicator that it's not going to pan out at all. But maybe remember when we were talking about, I think in last week's episode, maybe we were talking about the idea of uh, them like resetting the TCG and like kind of all that. Maybe this is kind of also doing that. Only downfall is bigger risk, in my opinion. I think. Right. I think there's difference in the cards because the cards inherently make money. You know what I mean? Like, well, and there's a collectability thing, and that's still really big right now. So you're gonna well, make your money off it, no matter. I meant more like let's just say the first like three sets don't have like like they're mainly from Paldea region. Of course, there's obviously gonna be some other Pokemon, but they don't put in like you know your big hitters. You know they don't put in a bunch of Charizards and Mewtwo's and you know, Venusaurs and, mm-hmm. and Blastoise and all, like all those like heavy hitter, you know, Kanto and all that kind of stuff. And they stick to mainly like playability Pokemon. Yeah. And card mechanics and, and you know, yeah. Focus like that. You aren't going to do as hot on the sales, but you're still making money because, you know, I'm sure the cost of making these cards is so little and they're upping the nothing. price, you know, mm-hmm. so um that'll be the difference i think is you kind of got a little bit more leeway with the cards because you're still gonna have a huge you know if you make the game better you're gonna have the people who hardcore like wow that's awesome i love this mechanic blah 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 and they want to play um you're just gonna lose out on collectors um and i i personally say you know bon voyage to the hype beast you know i I, I don't even think you lose the collector. I mean, you might lose a few, but I think overall you're going to retain most everybody anyway. But well, with the anime, it's a little bit different. I'm talking about more like the hype of the collection. So, like, yeah. you know, if the first set is just kind of what it is and what we expect it to be, similar to, like, Sword and Shield was, you're probably not going to have a bunch of people. I mean, you might have your people that know the idea of, like, a base set being like, oh, man, that was, like, different from how the set ended. So it's unique mm-hmm. or more unique, if you will. Maybe you have those people, but anyways, I don't know. Maybe that's kind of their thought process too with the show. I just, I feel like with the show, you run a bigger risk of like, if nobody likes it to start, you might not have people who finish it, you know? Right. Which is tough. exactly, yeah. And that's like their, if, their goal. They if user it. down, you know what I mean? Like, that's not good. <laughs> and that's why I said, like, it. It makes sense for them to try to bring some of the old in with the new just to retain some of those people, but I don't it seems like it's gonna be a brand new fresh start for them and I don't know. But yeah. you know, all you guys listening and watching out there, uh make sure you comment down below what you guys think about that as well. Let us know what your thoughts and opinions on the new T or the new TCG, the new anime show. You know, whether you think it's gonna be like a little bit of the old mixed in with the new you think it's just going to be a complete overhaul right from the get-go you know cutting cord on everything let us know what you guys think down below yes for sure um i'm checking the pokey guardian and stuff there are no last second things so we're not missing any late well, that's days. that's good and it's probably going to be bad later on when something <clears> does yeah drop, in a couple but... hours it's almost 2 a.m while we're filming this just so you know we're we're really yeah. like you know we're really carrying the squad here. We're really putting we are we're those we're, midnight hours in. We're very so, dedicated. Dedication at an all time high. Uh, <laughs> it also yeah. helps that you know I took my nap right before this. So. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, I would say it's time for pickups of the week. 
Do 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 I know I've gotten stuff. Um, I got a Funko. Do you have anything to show in the meantime? I have five cards, and that is it. Here, let's. Uh, you want me? You want me show mine? Okay. All right. Here we go. Now you're gonna see a a, a theme, a pattern here on what mine are. But let me see. Oh. Ooh. Zaba signed sample card of Engineerip. Interesting. This is a void rare. Zaba signed <laughs> Collecticon <laughs> Pink Frog. Pink Lucky Frog. Where'd you get these from? Um, so somebody that I met on the Discord was going up to Minnesota to play in one of their uh tournament. I guess they were having like a convention, but they were doing like a, an official tournament. And mm -hmm. I asked if I could send some cards to him if they he would get them aside for me. And he said, absolutely. Oh, yeah. So the, uh, the tournament you blew off. <laughs> the tournament I blew off. <laughs> the tournament I was one. I was trying very hard to get to. And then I couldn't get time off to go. I, I tried so hard and got so far. Oh, and this Lilith right here is another sample <laughs> Lilith. Yeah, I. Yeah. Grumpy, grumpy. But I got those five cards um, signed by Zaba himself, and these will all likely be going into a submission to be graded That'd very be cool. soon. I'm very excited about it. That is all I have, sir. Nice. All right. So <sighs> I did get this Funko in. R2-D2, uh, Target exclusive. Nice. Um, so check out your targets. Uh, I just, I'm not a big Star Wars fan like at all, but I got all the other ones. So I was kind of like, damn, I want to get the R2-D2 to kind of just complete the set. Yeah, you have um, to at that point. So got that. Um, and then, Funko so um, Allie's parents for our birthdays got us, you know, various stuff. And um, so one of the things I got, was these <laughs> nano blocks and nano i built this blocks. one on stream it is the charizard for those of you not watching and for those of you watching it is kind of hard to tell for one it's not focusing great there you go um looks like he's but, got buck teeth yeah they're they're tiny like to give you an idea this is my hand and that's that's the nano block so and i i don't have big hands but um yeah i built that one and the charmander so you can see i mean they they look like what they are but I'll tell you what, it is insanely frustrating how fragile they are. Like the Charizard, especially because of the wings, like it's just so just like pop off. Yes. And it's, it's frustrating. Like if this were to take a fall, it would probably shatter and I would have to restart and it would just probably kill me on the inside. Um, you just get some of that super glue. You can like brush onto it to keep it all yeah. connected. But I've got four more to build. Um, So we've got, I believe it's Ooh. a Cyndaquil, Taypig, um, Chimchar and another fire starter. I was gonna say I'm I'm sensing a theme here. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, there were six total, so there's and the bags, as far as I know, don't say anything about what they are, which is frustrating. 
Um, well, it just means they're going to be a mystery when you build them. Correct, correct. I mean, you know, you pretty much can look at like the color schemes. I know Cyndaquil, Chimchar, Taepig, and one more. Oh, um, I think it's Fennekin. So, Ooh, oh, Fennekin. Yeah, so I got to build those. I'll probably build those on my Twitch at some point in time. I know I built these two uh, like two streams ago. So I think it was like a week ago when you guys are watching this. So like last Monday. Um, nice. So yeah, that's uh, that. And then I don't have it on um, nor in here, but I got a Bobby Boucher jersey as well for my birthday. So nice. Yeah. Um, now <laughs> that's so I'm a big I collect pretty much everything if I'm into it. So one other collection I have is a jersey collection. Um, and to give you an idea, I, I like NFL and NBA. Um, but I like more for NBA. I like more old school. So like I have like I have a, I have probably like five or six LeBron James jerseys. But I have like Carmelo Anthony, Kobe Bryant, number eight. I have Allen Iverson for um, the 76ers. I have... Vince Carter for the Raptors. Um, I have a Shaquille O'Neal, but it's for the Heat. Um, but that was because it was given to me. Um, I have a Yao Ming. I have a Tracy McGrady for the Rockets. Um, shoot, I have some more too. Um, but I, I like if if I were to focus on one collection at a time, that one collection would be insane, as you can tell. <laughs> but. That's the problem is I don't. Um, I have a bunch of Steelers jerseys, but I've been collecting a bunch of football jerseys too. But I'm one of those people. I get into also like the idea. They, they You can create whatever you want. So if you remember like the Mighty Ducks growing up. Oh, yeah. You can get any of their jerseys. Like you can get a Charlie Conway. Do you have jersey. all of them? No, but I would oh, probably. I was waiting for you to like, be like, I just bought them all. No, 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 no. I, I haven't committed to any of those. Um, but I would, if I, if like money just wasn't an op, like wasn't a problem, I would for sure. Um, to each I, their own, right? yeah, I, I don't know what it is about it, man. I just, it's cool. So like, I've been wanting the Bobby Boucher Jersey and, um, you know, so Allie's mom was like, oh, you know, I want to get in this like cool thing. And so they talked about it or whatever. Um, I'd love to get, um, like Kenny powers, the, uh, his, uh, his baseball jersey, like I think it's the Marlins or something, like the um, Myrtle Beach Marlins or something like that. I can't remember what it is. Um, like a Happy yeah, Gilmore yeah. jersey, that'd be cool. Uh, even though technically golfers don't wear jerseys, but he had like a hockey jersey on during it. Yeah, he had a Boston um, Bruins jersey on the entire time. Yeah, um, I would like. Um, let's see. There's so many football ones, but the thing is, I want like select people, you know. I think a Charlie Conway jersey would be really cool. The '96 uh, Mighty Ducks. That yeah. was. That's like such an iconic movie for me growing up. I, you know they tried to like remake that too. Four different jerseys, and that's it. <laughs> yeah, they I mean, I got a... them remaking the Mighty Ducks. Yeah. When? Um, you know how Disney kind of just does whatever. Well, I guess really we're we're in the reboot era. Um. The last couple of years, reboots are just a thing, and so I don't even think I've heard of it being like them doing a, a uh, is garbage. I'm sure Mighty Duck, but I, there's just no way I would watch it. Um, I watched all the Mighty Ducks, the originals. So you know, the first one, obviously, when Coach Bombay gets sent, was a drunk driving or something like that. Yeah, so he gets sentenced to be the coach, and then he you know falls in love with it. Um, 
at the second one is like him bringing the team and they become like world comp- competitors or whatever. Um, probably in like the 12, 13 range, roughly. Mm-hmm. And then number three is the one where they go to college. If I'm not mistaken, there's like a good I don't gap. know that I've actually seen that one. Then so go, yeah, they, well, uh, maybe, maybe I have. Yeah, they, they go, no, you know what? I don't think it's college. I think it's I like know. a prep high school. I think that's what it is. It's a prep high school or something like that. Like one of those like boarding schools you go to. Oh, yeah, yeah. Um, But it gives you the idea of almost a college. That's the thing. Like I, I never went to any kind of high school like that or anything. I'm poor. So, you know, uh, <laughs> like the concept is weird. I just went um, to a public high school. I mean, nothing right. fancy here. Um, But yeah, so they did that. And it's like super fancy. Like, you know, they have like dining halls and all this kind of stuff in the movie. Um. But yeah, like it's it's so different, but it was still decent. And like, you know, if you like the first two, you'd probably like it. It'd be OK. You know, it's not the greatest. Um, but yeah, anyways, they remade it and it's just. It looks like hard garbage. Like, I don't know. Uh, did you, you gotta watch it at least once? Did you ever watch the animated Mighty Ducks? Yes, the cartoon. Bro, do you remember in the original movie when the dude died? In the original movie? Yeah, so they had a movie before they had the show because they had the show too, right? I just remember the show. Okay, so they had a movie, and I'm pretty sure the movie was first. It like introduces like everything. The concept is there's like one guy, and I, I barely, I barely remember it, but they're going through some like time continuum thingy on like a space shuttle type thing because the whole idea is they don't just play hockey; they're also like, like doing savior type stuff right in the show <laughs> right save the world and <laughs> right so anyways um and for those of you who don't know what we're talking about it's literally the mighty ducks but it's actual ducks like there are various forms of ducks think um, of was it da- not daffy duck um donald duck in a, in a hockey jersey <laughs> kind of yeah except they're like roided out um but so anyways the dude is like hanging on the side of the ship and there's something that happens, and he's just like, you just got to let go, man. And he lets go, and he, like, just disappears. He was, like, the original leader of the Mighty Duck people. He's, like, the captain, I guess. I It made no sense, but I remember, like, <laughs> little me was like, bro, <laughs> like, what like, the no. hell just happened? <laughs> so, yeah, that, that happened, bro. I'm just like, damn, dude, they put that in a kid's movie. Um, Yeah. I feel like he'd uh, come back as a villain or something then. That's, like, how how all that used to work. No, no, it was like a touching thing. One of those kind of like he had to like let go to save them all type of thing. So weird. I, I I remember watching it so much, but I doubt I watched it past the age of eight. So it's like one of those where like you're talking about 20 plus years later now. Like, yeah, it's just gone. Uh, I, I, mean, I remember I that have to scene. go back and rewatch it. That so. is the only scene that I remember from that movie. That's how much it's it scarred. The most me. traumatic. One. Yeah. So <laughs> I mean, now, I guess that makes um, sense. Now I gotta rewatch that show. I gotta figure out where to watch it too. I don't even know if it's on Disney. I know it was a Disney thing, but I don't know if it's on Disney Plus. I gotta look that up. Um, but yeah. Anyways, yeah, we can move on from this. <laughs> I love how at the end of every episode, it's just like we get derailed by something. For it has right. nothing to do with anything. We just right. get derailed. Again. One more thing. One more thing. Since we're derailed, I might as well while we're still derailed. I'm gonna give you a list of things. Ted Lasso, great show. It's on Apple TV or whatever, but you probably just find it elsewhere because, you know, it's the internet. But highly recommend y'all check that out. It's a great show. Um, 
Jason Sudeikis or whatever the hell his name is, however you pronounce it, great, great role he played in Ted Lasso. Awesome movie or show. Um, and and they have a couple Funkos. Now I got to collect those. They only have two, as far as I know. As so. if your, you know, Wallace didn't have enough of a hole burnt into it. Here's another. I know. Uh, I know. But yeah, uh, it's so good, though. So terrible. Just quick, quick rundown. The show is based in the UK um, and he's a soccer coach, um, but he's American. And so, yeah, but it's so good that <laughs> Allie, walks wrong. Around, uh, <laughs> Allie walks around chanting some of their chants from the like from when they play their games and stuff. Um, so, yeah, she's been she walks around all the time doing the one. It's like he's here. He's there. He's every can wear Roy Kent. So if you ever watch the show, or if you know the show, you'll get the reference. And it's, it's awesome. Uh, it's going to be a Roy Kent Funko. I'm sure. That is probably another one of those shows. I will never watch. Cause I don't have enough time. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's a good show though. You for real should check it out. I think the thing about it is really good is it's, it's sports based, but it's not just about the sport. And it honestly makes soccer seem a lot more fun than it probably is. Yeah, it's deceiving. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, it's funny because, like, conceptually, they have tough guys in the sport, but it's like, it's soccer. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, yeah. the tough ever, guys are like the NBA. They flop and. Well, have you ever seen? They're out uh, for three weeks. You ever seen the movie Goon with Sean William Scott? Mm -hmm. uh, so you know in that how he becomes a tough guy, but he's like entering the league. But there's like known tough guys. Yeah, sort of like that. There's like these like known tough guys, so everyone like respects them and is like fearful of them. But the concept is just so funny because they're soccer players. So like, you know, they're working like there'll be scenes where they're working out with like out their shirt on, and like they're they're toned, but that like there is no like bulging muscle, and I'm just like, bruh, <laughs> what <laughs> is this? <laughs> yeah, like they're over there trying to bench 135, and like it gets stuck, and I'm just like, my guy. <laughs> like, uh, so it's just it's funny to me because i'm just like man we're in a different world here we're in a different <laughs> world for sure yeah hockey to soccer hockey to yeah. nba shoot yeah, i mean i'm just thinking like obviously because i love the nfl and like it just oh well, yeah i mean that even too like they're over here making tom brady like they're like you know tom brady's oh like God. on the same <laughs> level of like buff and i'm just like jesus so yeah. But if you if you're like me, their accent is funny, like what they say, how they say it, stuff like that. Um, and the concept that like Jason Sudeikis is an American over there. So he's like got all these learning curves and stuff. It's pretty awesome. It's a great show. So you should check it out. And Wednesday Adams. Well, Wednesday, they did a, a new uh, Wednesday Adams show. Yeah, great I heard show. about that. My wife watches that one. Yeah, it's pretty good. Well, for anybody who's made it to this point of the podcast, comment down below what show you are watching and you recommend to. You might as well just pile on, add with us. So, <laughs> Vice Principals is another good one. If you haven't seen Vice Principals, oh my god, I think Danny I think Brad Grumpy awesome. could go on for days. And this kind of goes back to the point I made earlier that he's got way too much time on his hands. <laughs> oh, the disrespect. Anyways, yeah, it's true though. <laughs> <sighs> Maybe. Well, ladies and gentlemen, we appreciate every single one of you for uh, listening, watching, both um, hanging out with us you know, through the whole year, our second, almost second complete year of doing the podcast. We greatly appreciate all of you guys. 
Um, we will be back for season three in 2023. So yeah. don't go anywhere because we're not. Yeah. Remember, tune in on Christmas Eve. Hopefully uh, there will be a little special thing. And then, uh, you know, we should still have the Monday, 12 p.m. Uh, on that's the 26th. So the 26th, um, you know, I'm not anticipating any changes, um, but we totally understand. Obviously, you know, you're going to be with your families and stuff. It's just a nice little thing we, we, we did last year. and We'd like to continue doing it with the Christmas Eve thing. And then, yeah, like if you're traveling on the 26th with your family or whatever, toss on the podcast, let them know how awesome we are. Pull it yeah, up. Yeah, who knows? Christmas, Maybe you know, they get whatever. hooked too. Yeah. Um, yeah. We appreciate you all for being here with on us with this ride. Uh, we're, you know, I know we're all over the place, but uh, you love it. We love it too. <laughs> so that's yeah. about it. All right. Well, uh, peace out. Later, Gators. Case of